0: One play more, another click, another opportunity to monetize and go to NYC. This pod may be our only hope, so share the link or we'll go broke. One play
1: more, it's time for Broadway over wine. How can you live without its genius? One play more, so sign up for our patreon. You know you won't regret it. Welcome to Broadway Over Wine. My name is Stefan Zernecki.
0: And I'm Reed Arthur. Reedy Brew. And we are joined in the studio today with producer.
1: Katia is here. Hi,
2: hey. all
0: <laughs> We've decided we just want Katia to always be on the mic a little bit. So, you know, Katia, whenever you feel you want to just, you know, jump in and say a little something, we'll call it Katia's tidbit.
1: Katia's too, but I like
2: that. Look at that. Little like outtakes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Reed, how was your week? Oh, Stefan, I'm so glad you asked me. I had a really lovely week. I got to uh, go to the theater. Mm-hmm. I, you know, um, fall has really set in. It smells like leaves. It's It's been just really lovely and amazing. I did have one really bad thing happen to me this week. Oh. Someone who shall not be named called me and said... I need a 10 top at a certain winery. Oh my god. And and we had this booked weeks and weeks and weeks ago. Why are we not on the books? And I was like, "You know what? Um sir, I really need you to calm down. We'll get you. <laughs> we'll get you in. Don't worry." And then they were unruly. It was their third stop of the day for a 2-hour experience, oh and they had to be somewhere
1: an hour after they showed up not that's not true hour and a half hour and a half is not an hour we're gonna be accurate
0: (laughs) but um said person shall not be named but that was i really had to work through that during my week but they might be they
2: might be like in the studio right now
0: i can neither confirm nor deny you know
1: what (laughs) there were mistakes made wait on both ends oh buddy boy
0: oh yeah but i wasn't part of the mistake. <laughs> the mistake was not good <laughs> yeah, no, no i was <laughs> just the innocent bystander you just were the victim, victim. of my
1: mistake <laughs> well the yeah the big happening was that reed and i went to the theater on yeah sunday yeah saw Les Miz. we'll talk about that more in yeah a it's kind of like
0: we're going to talk about it the whole episode
1: this yeah buckle up people there's a lot <laughs> lot to cover this week all yeah, right this
0: is this is a mega episode don't be surprised if we break this into two parts or three parts yeah who knows
1: it might just take us to the end of the year this is like ms <laughs> baby yeah this is a big fucking deal it's a mega musical i know oh a mega musical yeah yeah Woo-hoo. so let's talk wine before i open our wine yeah, come on I'm talk thirsty. about it i know yeah. all right i'll give <laughs> I wanted to mention that
0: Stephane, <laughs> can you can you talk open, while you open
1: it is I can't poor, or poor read it is let's see what I'm is so it the, the 14th You're such a baby <laughs> as we are recording it is the 14th we are coming up on what's known in the valley as pre Thanksgiving weekend
0: bum, bum, bum.
1: And there's a lot that happens in the valley pre Thanksgiving weekend. A lot of wineries do like club pickups and stuff like that but a lot of wineries do like their special event like thanksgiving weekend special event yeah the weekend before yeah so i don't know to spread out the fun yeah so like for example hundred sons winery is having an open house in Mcbinville and they're like a smaller winery and i don't really
0: adore hundred Suns.
1: you do i you know them i had one of the best chardonnays of my
0: goddamn life from 100 cents
1: yeah they are wonderful and they're such i love their
0: labels i love everything about them i love i would love to go visit them
1: yeah well you're working this weekend so you're not going to be able to yeah no so you have to schedule a movie but uh, anyway so that's pre-thanksgiving is right ahead of us by the time this comes out you'll be staring at thanksgiving weekend thanksgiving weekend has a lot of fun stuff that goes on in the valley places are open that aren't normally open you could just walk in no reservations needed at some places it's a lot of fun that's not true for all places it's not true for all places if you're in doubt give them a call definitely check online <laughs> and the oregon wine press please <laughs> the oregon wine press magazine has a whole listing of the events that are going oh, really? on Really? i mean obviously it's not totally complete but sure it does um, it does cover a lot of places so but you, you can know what Find out what's going on
0: a publication never can be fully complete can well,
1: it i mean they're they're
0: know. doing their due diligence, and the people who want people to know people that who submit, they're yeah, yeah, then
1: there we go. They know where to find them. They know where to find them. So if you're thinking about going out wine tasting, I highly recommend it for yeah. Thanksgiving weekend. It's a whole you've got family in town anyway. Yeah, go get shitty at, on, go Pino. get litty titty. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and have some fun, and hire us to drive you if need
0: Stefan, this this wine that you opened, it mm. is positively primeval. The most wonderful musical, uh, Beauty and the Beast. Shout out to Malachi today, another extraordinary barista over at Chapters Books and Coffee, who has never seen Beauty
2: and the freaking Beast. What? I've never heard. Did you have?
0: Did you have a deprived childhood, Malachi? This. Did your parents not love you?
1: I cannot abide. <laughs> he Sorry used for to putting be Malachi on blast. Musical shamed. <laughs> it's
0: it's like it's a Disney movie. It's not even musical. Like it is a musical, but it's like it's just a childhood it's just Disney. It's just,
1: yeah, there's got to be some reason. <gasps> okay, we'll forgive you, Malachi. No, we won't. Okay, <laughs> no, we won't. So this is Bacchus. Uh, this is a fairly new winery that's located yeah, I heard of that. on Calkins Lane, kind of up past Bergstrom no, not the bottle oh you're oh I poured the wine I think we already had it. um up past like um Lakini and the Bergstrom production facility and Alzheimer's is that how you spell there. Bacchus this is Bacchus it is not Bacchus oh
0: is this different this is
1: their last name Bacchus. no way right what a handy last name to go into wine yeah this is a father daughter winemaking and ownership team they are just wonderful, sweet, down to earth people. I highly recommend you go visit them. Uh, they are the ones who do the tasting. So when you go in there to taste, you're tasting with the owners. That is so much fun. And this is a lovely Pinot Noir. I'm going to take my first sip. All right. Reed, <laughs> how do you feel about some Broadway news?
0: Extra, extra. Read all about it. All
1: right. So. Sutton Foster we know she's mm-hmm. going to Sweeney but before Sweeney have you seen this news already I have seen this news. Sutton Foster and Brandon Yuri will star in the New York City Center Encore's revival of Once Upon a Mattress in concert I'm gonna start with the positives okay the positives
0: are I love the Encore series I yep. love 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 the Encore series for those people who don't know they kind of like um limited weekend run or maybe even just one performance of little produced musicals that have sort of been forgotten to time that don't get revived very often because they're not necessarily you know big blockbuster uh, shows that are going to endure a a full broadway run yeah um but then they get really great talent Mm -hmm. to come and play the roles and sort of dust off these gems of musicals
1: yeah yeah I agree. Uh, go down that YouTube rabbit hole of Encores yeah. and you'll find some really fun I stuff. I think
0: that's the Into the Woods that just played on Broadway started as the Encores production You're of right. Into the Woods. And that's kind of just not to say that Into the Woods clearly had a very viable Broadway run. So it is kind of funny that it was an encore. Well, it
1: was first. that was one that they definitely were like, hey.
0: Yeah, maybe this
1: will maybe this will transfer. Of to yeah. something, this, correct. This, this unlikely. But yeah. but yeah, once upon a mattress, this was, I think, the first musical I ever did, which would have been freshman year of high school. This is the junior high production where I played Sir Harry. Wow. And I wore tights for the first time. Whoa, In that's a always little a while, just a little while. Yes. I don't remember anything else, but that song.
0: Well, I'm going to continue with my negatives. Oh, give... sorry. Yes. No, please. it's okay. Go ahead, go ahead. I just don't give
1: two shits about once upon a mattress. Right. Which is why it's perfect for encores. Yes. You know, I think so too. like I and bet... maybe
0: I bet Sun Foster will make me give two shits.
1: Well, she's perfect for that role. That's the kind of the sassy, loud uh-huh. character. The that Scottish is Princess Winifred? Winnie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I know what you mean. It's it's not the greatest musical, but it's fun. She's kind of old for the role, but like whatever. I don't care. Who cares? Be fun. It's a con- it's in concert too. Who it's cares?
0: Not. Well, famously, Sutton Foster did that whole show, Younger, where she pretends to be ten years younger than she oh. is, in order to like get a job. And so she's been lying about her age.
1: That's a whole um, thing.
0: Yeah. And that's sort of Sutton Foster's whole theme is that she's like, she's ageless. She's, she's like Mariah Carey. <laughs> at some point, you just, you know, we don't have
1: birthdays. We don't talk about age. Just keep rolling her out. Yeah. I don't care. This, oh, this, oh, there is a star studded. Oh, whoa. Celebration of Stephen Schwartz coming on December 11th, at the Metropolitan Opera. Stephen Schwartz? I'm telling you,
0: if you are a Jewish man with two S's in your names and you write musical theater, I probably love you. <laughs> I, if I had a 100% nickel. 100% of the time. If I had a nickel for every for every double S named man who writes musical theater that I love and adore and cherish, I'd have two nickels. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let me tell you about this concert that's coming. Okay, tell that me about I would- it kill to go to the the star the stars that are coming shoshana bean shoshana angel, angel blue christian chenoweth christian chenoweth of course anthony roth uh costanzo who didn't know this raul esparza sutton foster raul nick jonas hey um, okay. we're gonna get okay, into we're gonna the get nick to jonas that. of it all L- this week L- L- no i'm i'm only Katia? halfway through i'm only halfway Katia? through <laughs> Lindsay Mendez, Lindsay! Alex Newell, Leslie Odom Alex Jr., Newell? David Phelps, Ben Platt, Paulo Tzot, Janine Tesori, and Trisha Yearwood? Holy shit. I don't say star-studded lightly. That is Whoa. a bananas cast. I hope they do a good recording of it, a La Pro shot. Yeah, because that's an amazing lineup. Uh-huh. So. For
0: those those of you who don't know, Steven Schwartz's most popular works are Wicked, and then he wrote the lyrics for uh, both Pocahontas and The Hunchback of Notre Dame, which he did with Alan Menken, which I love. So those were his Disney projects. He wrote the music and lyrics to the animated classic Prince of Egypt. Homeschoolers, if you know, you know. (laughs) It's really big with the homeschool crew, let me tell you. Um, and then as well as Godspell, Pippin. Uh, just fingers in a lot great, of pots. He's, yeah, he's amazing. So that,
1: that's going to it's going to have some bangers. OK, so you mentioned it before. Aubrey Plaza currently is living with Patty Lapone in the Upper <laughs> West Side during her run in
2: Danny and
1: the Deep Blue Sea, or something like that. The Aubrey Plaza is starring in this play, and apparently, instead of getting a place to rent during her time, she's just shack it up with Patty. Well, you know, they're also going
0: to be in the Marvel. They oh, both yeah, are Agatha, in that
1: Agatha Harkness TV yeah, show. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. That's
0: probably... That. I mean, give it up to Catherine Hahn for being so iconic oh in the most She's minor amazing. of roles in a TV oh show God. for Marvel so that they were like, okay, she deserves her own freaking show. And then, I'm sorry, they cast Patty LaPone and Aubrey Plaza in this project. And do you know who, who else is in it? You won't really care, but I will. Okay. Um, Joe Locke from Heartstopper. Freaking love that whole show, if you haven't seen Heartstopper, it's so pure. It's not a musical, but it's just about okay. queers.
1: And I don't think that can be bad.
0: High school. And it's really sweet.
1: Uh, but shout out, yeah, Catherine Hahn is amazing. Looks just like my sister in law, mm. Hmm. I could see that. Definitely has the same energy. And anyway, <laughs> Wait, big that's, fan. That's good. Big fan. Listen,
0: Patty. Recently, was just on a podcast, okay, and she had some fiery things to say about the state of America, which therefore also affects the state of Broadway. So she sort of was correlating the state of Americans currently and what Americans will go and see on Broadway, right? So she took some, she fired off at jukebox musicals at movie. Uh, about movie. movie adaptions into musicals, and she basically um said that the american public is stupid and that we are all stupid <laughs> and that we can't you know sit through a smart thought through beautiful piece of work anymore and i you know i thought it was pretty harsh
1: patty come on to the pod
0: i don't know i don't <laughs> Please, know what, come on
2: to the pod i
0: don't know what podcast she was talking about i just saw it on tiktok or instagram reels or whatever um but I just I just thought you know what Patty you're not wrong and I love you the end yeah that's yeah. Reed's Broadway news contribution da, 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 da,
1: da, da, da. thank you Reed no I you, you we talked about it the other night and I, I
0: kind of have to agree with her I, I love, I love a jukebox Patty. musical Mama Mia is one of my favorite musicals of all time and there are a few movie adaptions of musicals that I think are really good but overall I think let's see some new material let's use our brains at the theater again
1: speaking of musical theater gods or goddesses whatever babs babs barbara streisand was on the howard stern show i'm not going to get into everything Mm -hmm. but she had a lot to say i encourage you to go look up uh those clips okay a couple of topics she talked about sondheim and gypsy they were going to do a gypsy movie that she was going to direct and star in no and mr sondheim kiboshed it because he said the role is too big to do both and i think it kind of broke her broke her heart she's never she said apparently in the uh, interview she said she's never going to sing in public again and wait why she's just done it sounds like she's just done kind of done with it for her she's career. just like, tired and she's, she's a diva like, she doesn't
0: need to yeah she yeah. has a mall underneath here she house. talks
1: she talks about roles she's turned down she's talked she talks about Marlon brand and then uh she talks about her I did watch this part her iconic duet with Judy garland and talks about Judy and her happy twins.
0: days are here again to get your troubles you come mind. on get happy and
1: yeah, that one. So, so anyway, let's sing go a check that out. Maybe maybe Katia can put some links in the show notes. Of cheer again,
0: happy days <laughs> are here to stay. I don't
1: need to look that up. I've
0: got Reed doing it for me. It is one of the most iconic duets of all it time. Is.
1: It is. That's what they talk about. Mean Girls, the musical. The movie, the movie, which if you had seen the trailer, you would never have known that it was a musical. Exactly, exactly. Go check it out. Again, that could be a lovely thing for the show notes. Uh, I, uh, I don't know. Like it's, it's, it's interesting. I, I, you've got uh, Renee Rapp reprising her role as Regina George. You've got I love. Let's see a bunch. We of love people. Renee Rapp. Okay, we, we do love we Renee do. Rapp. I mean, it's and her music goes off. Tim Meadows reprising his role and Tina Fey reprising her role.
0: John from Hamm the movie. is
1: in this. I think John Hamm is in it. Too. Literally, his quads are out. Oh, my. So anyway, but yes, it was an interesting choice not to include any singing numbers yeah, in the trailer an interesting
0: choice. Let's see here. We're making a movie adaptation of a popular movie. And instead of telling people that it's a musical, they're just going to be shocked when they show up to the movie theater. No,
1: what? It's a bait and switch. No, it's stupid. it's a bait and switch.
2: I do think it's going to backfire on them a little bit. It's going to
1: bomb. It's going to bomb. It's there's no reason it should be res- in theaters. It's going to just absolutely
2: well,
0: bomb. And then it's like the tagline is like, "Not your, not your mom's oh, yeah. Mean Girls," and it's like, "Well, uh, I liked that one.
1: I like Mom's I Mean
0: Mom's Mean, mean Girls." So. girls Rocked. So yeah. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: All right. The SAG-AFTRA strike is over. Hallelujah! Finally, finally. But the question now is: Are all those screen actors going to fulfill their contracts and keep acting on Broadway now that they can now that actually they can go back get back to work on their Marvel things and hmm. whatnot? So it's going to be interesting to see. If well, here's the there's deal: some bailing.
0: Here's the deal. I love movie people when they come and do Broadway and I think it's sweet and wonderful, but I'm going to say something. We don't need them. Broadway, uh, Broadway famous people can put butts in seats and are really the ones who should be in the roles because they're the ones who are trained for that medium. Not to say like there are some wonderful film people who can do crossover. I'm not saying that, but Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that I don't like go back and do film. I want you to do film. And the more opportunity for my favorite Broadway people to get back to what they're supposed to be doing.
1: I get it. I know where you're coming from. I, I, I think you're mostly right. Kind of like I did talk about this with Cabaret actually, and the Josh Groban effect and everything. It's like, oh, Josh Groban, da, da, da. Uh, well, oh, it was not sorry. It wasn't Cabaret. Well, it was regarding Pierre and when Groban oh, yeah, left yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything. So you leave, this big star is gone. No, no, no. There's and a, it leaves a vacuum. There is a big
0: conversation about like a star coming in to save a show. To save a show. I understand and, that. But then
1: also, uh, I, I like the idea of a star maybe for limited runs, Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. hey, two months only or yeah, yeah, yeah. a month only or whatever. But I absolutely agree with you that we do not need them, especially for new shows. Mm-mm. I think it actually is a detriment. Cast great people. For new shows. Yes, exactly. That are Broadway people and cast people who are appropriate for their roles. Exactly. That are actually can sing the parts. (laughs) Reed, Yes. How much money do you have in the bank right now? Do you have enough in the bank to buy Steven Sondheim's estate?
0: Oh, no. But it doesn't come with the dog from um, Sunday in the park with George or Oh, there was another uh, artifact that he that's had, not coming but... it
1: is for sale yeah but it doesn't connecticut happen. house three i think it's like three and a half mil did you did you look at does
0: I... it have a sex dungeon underneath oh it wasn't the in stuff? the
1: real estate pictures but hmm. doesn't mean it doesn't yeah katia pulled it up whoa. because i aptly put the link in the show notes here and there that radar. was
0: his house
1: whoa it's beautiful yeah it's so nice but also I wouldn't I wouldn't call it humble. It's not humble, but it's not flashy. It's very tasteful.
0: Oh, it's very tasteful. I love it.
1: And there's like musical instruments everywhere. There's like a piano in every room. All right, let's move on. Boop released a song. You can again find that in the show notes where I want to be. I thought it was very cute. Go check it out. I think you'll enjoy it. I'm going to say something. Talk to me. Betty Boop has
0: one of the most iconic funny voices in cartoon history.
1: Yeah. And was it giving boop? No. Oh, did you watch this? I saw a clip. Did you see it? Okay. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I wasn't giving boop. Yeah, that's it. I kind of going into this, I've I've wondered. No, I'm not. A,
0: I'm not a big boop head, so I don't know a whole lot about her. And I haven't watched a lot of her cartoons. But in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, she has the cutest little bit. Yeah, where they're in the little the little ink and paint lounge thing. And she comes up with the cigarettes and she's talking to Eddie Flynn. And she got that
1: like uh, she's distinctive. So, yeah, distinctive she's got voice. that little voice. And you know what? I love her. I'm reserving judgment. I, okay. for the most part, um, I, I, it's I did just not getting boop. I did enjoy the song, so we'll see. Uh, I'm very critical today. <laughs> that's true. That is true. I'm going to let's give a little shout out to Harmony. We haven't really talked about Harmony much. Do you know Harmony is? No. Okay. so Harmony is the barely (laughs) the Barry Manilow written. Oh, yeah, we were talking about this. And it it opened yesterday. And for those of you don't know, it's a Harmony. It's about this singing group from I want to say like the 1920s or something like that. And they were huge, this huge hit. And then they kind of disappeared from relevance. It was really kind of a strange thing. And it was, um, I, but it's got this got some star power in it. It's got Sierra Boggus, Yeah, Julie Benko. I was right at. Oh, and read Chip Zine. Oh, was it pronounced Zine.
0: I don't know. I think it's Zine. But, um
1: into the woods. Yeah, the exactly. original Baker, the original Baker. So shout out to them. Congratulations on an opening. I've heard amazing things about it. It's got some great talent. I hope it has a successful run. Wow. Okay. And Bonnie Milligan is leading a reading of a new musical called Helen, inspired by the legend of Helen of Troy. So look out for that. Didn't know that that was in development. Big Bonnie Milligan fan of Kimberly Akimbo.
0: Yeah. Didn't she win the? No, she didn't win the. No.
1: She did. I think she won. She's great. I saw her
0: before she was big when she was. she was at osf really and yeah because do you know the show head over heels it had a broadway run it was the go-go um the jukebox nickel mm-hmm. it? it was the music of the go-go's but it was like the story of like the sort of arcadia um like almost shakespearean kind of like story but it had its uh it had its premiere in ashland at the oregon shakespeare festival oh. and she was great i immediately was like holy how uh, this incredible artist just really really in it yeah, she out
1: singing. us yeah.
0: we're going to talk about a lot about people who are singing their fucking faces off because yeah. this musical we're about to talk to is there's some saying about that there's and she just sang her she melted her face
1: off mm-hmm. yeah she was great in kimberly akimbo I believe she did win a Tony for that. Yeah, she's great. I love her. Huge fan. Les Miserables, the Miserables, the Miserables, based on the book by Victor Hugo, is our musical this week. So this was actually originally produced in 1980 in French. Yeah, Buber. Uh, booboo and Schomburg Mubble Mubble produced that and in Paris and Cameron McIntosh, producer, yes. saw it and was like, shit, we need to Englishify this so I can make a ton of cash. Yeah, baby. which they did. The uh, the new lyrics were by Herbert Kretzmer, and it opened in uh, in England, London in
0: 1985. Yeah. How? like really really incredible that Cameron McIntosh immediately saw the potential and was like damn that music is good because it always it, it always to me was very impressive i thought that the original writers uh wrote both the lyrics for the french and the english so it, it makes more sense now that i found out that like, i know i honestly didn't like know that into. i didn't know that also i was like damn can you imagine writing lyrics in two different
1: languages a baller yeah that literally would be crazy that's mad respect i didn't realize that so essentially so this ran at the palace theater from 85 to 2004 and then it moved to another theater uh called the queen's theater which is was then renamed in 19 the sondheim theater and it's still running i didn't realize this was still running on the west end Lame is. oh really it is ongoing It is the longest running musical in the world. Oh, no way. Way. It's just chugging along. Yeah, rightfully so. Because it's amazing.
0: It outlived Phantom.
1: Yeah, sure did. So Reed and I saw this on Sunday. This was my first time seeing Les Mis. Mine as well. Even though it is my second favorite musical.
0: Now, of course i've seen the movie i've seen um i watched the 25th anniversary uh concert version Mm -hmm. um so i'm i definitely knew the story and i knew all the songs and i knew all the themes, right but it was my first time seeing it live yes first time being like whoa i am standing in front of someone singing
1: their face off Mm -hmm. in the the in the theater and there were times musical there were times where you could feel the power of some of these voices, particularly Fontaine. Her voice yeah. was balls. and it shook yeah. the theater. Like there's just something different about being yeah.
0: alive. I know that he wasn't particularly your favorite, but Jean Valjean for me really, like, there were moments where I just was like, holy shit.
1: Yes, I would say he was mostly. Excellent. There were just times when he's a little like shrill that bothered me. But other than that, like the guy really did a great job. Oh,
0: he was amazing. So this the show, and what a like what a juggernaut of a show because it is mm-hmm. just like it does, it just barrels forward and it has so much territory to cover. Oh and it has so many characters. So many and characters, it has so, so many time. songs and it has so many big set pieces. Yes. And the transitions and the it was it was stunning. And here's the deal, sometimes a national tour, because of the the way that it has to, you know, pack up and pack out every, you know, so weeks, town to town, sometimes the show can, like a national tour can feel a little mechanical, like they're kind of just going through the motions, just the gears are turning, we're getting through it, and then we go to the next place, right? Sometimes the love just doesn't feel like it's always there Mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. Whoa.
1: Not this cast.
0: No, they were really, really giving the whole time.
1: I was incredibly impressed with the with the the whole production, not just the talent and the energy from the actors, but the the set as well was just so impressive. It was it was the most active of recent memory. Like there was just so much happening. Like you said, there was a lot of movement of the of the set and and the different scenes. Reed, what was uh, how did, how were you introduced to Les Mis? What was your kind of beginning there?
0: Yeah, so um, my first memory of Les Mis was whenever I would go over to my grandparents house and we would watch the Riverdance VHS <laughs> recording there was a trailer for the 10th anniversary, the Dreamcast. Bum, bum, yeah. bum, bum, uh, And Lea Salonga and um, Cole Wilkinson, Wilkinson. Michael and, Ball. Mm, all them gloriously 80s or 90s, whatever it was, just so 95. gloriously, unapologetically, the time that it was. The yep. hair, the sensibilities, all of it. Um, and, but I just didn't get it. Like I was a kid and I was kind of mm-hmm. like this this is so strange. And there were there was always a shot of Madame Tenardier and Mr. Thenardier that I was like, what is going on here? Cause it was them being like, ah. And I was like, what the what is happening right literally so confused. So then my second, like once I was about probably you know, 13 or 14, my brother actually really really got into Lemis the musical but we were so homeschooled that he um my parents had him edit out certain bad words out of the recording so he went through and like garage Band and like like doctored up so um there's a part in at the end of the day where it's i might have known the bitch had bite i might have known the cat had claws and so i just always knew it's like i always knew the cat had bite i always knew the cat had claws because he like fixed mm-hmm. it um we couldn't listen so to lovely ladies
1: that one there's a lot of editing
0: that would have had to yeah we uh, he edited out the the goddess deadline from uh it's a world where the dog eats oh, the dog yeah, um, we'll yeah. yeah so there's just a, there were just little parts that so
1: so wait your but your first what was your what was your first name is like who is your Les Mis
0: the original cast. Broadway cast recording. Okay. So that was the one that he edited. So I fell in love with that, with that Eponine, with Terrace Mann, uh-huh. with Colm Wilkinson. Um, that's really my Judy, Judy Kuhn. Kuhn. Yeah. That's really my lamest. Is cast. that Michael McGuire?
1: As Andras? Ross? I don't know. Okay, I think it was. It's the same oh, guy yes. that's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, the same, same guy, guy that's in the, in Dreamcast. the yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah, the 10th yeah.
0: anniversary one. That that's my cast until mm. the movie came out, because the movie was like Oh, I was, I was probably 17 and the movie was
1: so important to me. Talk to me about that.
0: Oh, the movie, like the movie came out and it just was at that time where you're a teenager and 17. you're feeling all the things theater yeah. and it was, I remember we all went on Christmas day to go see it. I saw it with a bunch of the families from my church and if you know the movie there are a few there are a few saucy moments in the movie mm-hmm. and i remember being so moved during this movie and we got out of the movie and some of the parents of my friends were like i can't believe oh that one little moment in one little scene and i was like are you kidding me right now
1: <laughs> you had to i said you this
0: to is such a gorgeous story. And it ticks every box that you should have ticked for you. And you're going to be upset by Santa getting a little something on the side.
1: (laughs) Let Santa have his fun.
0: I was like, shut up. (laughs) But like a two second clip outweighs the entirety of this gorgeous beautiful project
1: that's your takeaway
0: yeah that was what you're harping on meanwhile i'm bomb my tears over here because to love another person is to what see the freaking face of god (laughs) that's the takeaway do you hear the motherfucking people sing revolution well and honestly seeing it again this this go around like i I was really kind of shocked at how one of the biggest shows in the entire world, one of the most commercial Broadway musicals on the market is about revolution is about people is about the, the people being fed up with their situation with their, with their miserable plights and wanting to do something about it. And I thought that was very timely considering Mm -hmm. what's going on in the world. As we're recording this, of course,
1: first time Les Miserables got on my radar was when I was taking singing lessons for the first time whoa probably like seventh grade okay and you know there's not a lot of baritone songs like and, and this
0: is a baritone story there's a bunch of them and
1: yeah. my singing teacher had me saying do you hear the people sing I'm like hmm, what is this do you hear the and it's like oh okay let me miss and then I think a year or two later is when the 10th anniversary came out and my dad I don't know if he, how or why or what we ended up with a VHS Of the VHS, must have been VHS. Yeah, of of the the, tenth anniversary Dreamcast, the the
0: Dreamcast,
1: and I watched the living hell out of that, and fell in love. That that (laughs) so that is my cast. I just watched
0: it the other night Did actually the night that
1: we went and saw it, i
0: came home and <laughs> <laughs> and i got my brother and we sat down and we watched <sighs> we watched like highlights of it okay and i i was like okay them like interspersing little like clips of
1: the yeah musical and yeah the, like a staging like, this is weird <laughs> they kind of like filmed a yeah. staging and kind of in because
0: the- they're just standing up to the mic like the actors walk yeah, up to in the concert mic. yeah oh. it's a very concert performance of it but I kind of
1: love that. Plus. Concert plus. Yeah. Right? Like, as they're, in, they're in costume yeah. and they have a few props.
0: Well, the 25th anniversary one, that one to me really felt concert plus mm-hmm. because they felt like they they did a little more staging. Whereas like in this one during at the end of the day, when they're supposed when Fontaine and the other factory worker are supposed to be like having a little cat fight, brawling and trying yeah. to grab her, you know? There's, There's no. no they're no, just no, standing at no, no, no. their microphones, and then Valjean just kind of like strolls up to the microphones, like, will someone tear these two apart? This is a factory, not a circus. I'm not as good. <laughs> that as, was good. No, I'm not <laughs> as good <laughs> as, as the impressions as you sure, are. God. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Cole. laughs> Stefan, you really, really get me sometimes. He's with like these. a
1: Scotty dog. <laughs> I love that guy. Yeah, he got, he's like the
0: Sean Connery of <gasps> musical theater.
1: He is so wonderful and oh, so distinct,
0: right? Yeah. This is like Phantom, where there are so many heavy hitters who have played these roles. Yeah. The people who originated them, I know. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> just like gentle Whoa. listeners.
1: Reed is <laughs> molesting his chest right now. I just I needed something to hold on to. It's so to. exciting! This yes. is we're finally here. The anticipation for this has been
0: well uh, and building because you have the movie cast, which is star studded and are they the right choices for the theme we'll get into it then you have the originals right you have the people who originated the roles Mm -hmm. london and broadway cast because there are some variances and then you have
1: the you know various anniversaries the revivals the concerts the staying power of this musical is unreal just like you could go character by character and be like who really did it for you there's always somebody yeah, yeah there
0: is only someone i mean jean valjean like the the standouts of course are colm wilkinson wilkinson yeah. who originated the role and you're right has just that iconic voice and sings his face off yeah oh so beautiful and has the range right sure hugh jackman who who origi- who did the role in the movie mm-hmm. i think beautifully acts the role but do, and sometimes can really deliver on the vocals but doesn't have the range that Cole Wilkinson has like colm singing bring him home versus Hugh singing bring him home is very very different and i love Hugh Jackman
1: Hugh Jackman has a very unique timbre to his voice yes. it's very it's pretty nasally and it's very raw it's very like it it is and, and it works for some roles like we we discussed the greatest showman mhm works great for. He originates the role. Mm-hmm. He does this thing. It all just kind of fits. Mm-hmm. But what a task to sing Jean Valjean.
0: Well, so I just watched the movie last night.
1: And as well, you watch yeah, the movie. Oh, and- baby, I'm on my lame miss. It.
0: Kick. Mm-hmm. I'm on a kick. Um, this is
1: what we do here. At yeah, Overwind. and
0: I really love this. I love our show because I really do kind of re fall in love with and I'm
1: like, oh, yeah, I was obsessed with this show as a kid. Um, oh, yeah, 100%. I was too. Like, I, I've watched. Yeah, the it's, so and it's times. so,
0: it's so like 2012 core. Like, I had so many friends who were like big Doctor Who fans, big musical fans, big, and like Les Mis was just sort of like weaved right into Is that really? kind of nerd core. Oh, yeah. um, Stan whatever. And it was just, it was funny to me, that that all got brought back up. But the movie here.
1: Let's, let's talk about the movie a little bit.
0: So, okay. So for, for those of you who haven't seen the movie, the musical is like a rock opera musical mishmash sung through, sung through completely the, the vocal prowess of the performers of this
1: show are through the fucking roof. There is no hiding. No. There's very little hiding in this show, especially for the leads. And Hugh Jackman
0: would not be able to play Jean Valjean in a live production of Les Miserables. He just can't do it. A lot of the cast that was cast for the movie can't do it. Yep. That's not to say the Tom Hooper, director of The King's Speech and the Danish Girl, (laughs) <laughs> I love Tom Hooper and Tom Hooper, I love you, um, did the the movie version of Les Mis. They decided to do something that is very, very innovative for Hollywood, which was to record the music and the singing live on set. So usually if you make a musical movie, the actors go into a recording booth they record the songs, it gets engineered, it gets fixed in post production. And then when they go to film the movie, they play the track and they lip sync to the track that they already pre recorded. And that's just sort of the way you have to do it for Hollywood. That's the way they've done it from the beginning. It's the way, it's yes. just the way that it's kind of been done historically. Yep. Lame is decided as a sort of, I don't want to call it a gimmick, but as a sort of like to emphasize the rawness of the characters, this is of the this story. Is yes, it was like a we are trying to be so authentic and so raw and so real with the emotions, with the characters, with the story that they decide to do this live theme. Okay, that's great and good and wonderful. Everyone is acting their pants off. They are emoting, they are crying, they are sweating, they are, they're they're literally rolling in the mud. They're like, there's just, they are really, really putting them in the state of that character. But you get very like, it's very breathy. It's Mm -hmm. very muted. Like, whereas like something might be sung really like this because we're doing it for the Broadway show and we're singing to the back row, it's like, instead we're singing it like this because we're, we're so sing, filled speaking with emotion and
1: and it's just different it's different it's yeah they they are trying so some pull it off and some better than others yes okay yes i thought it was most obvious that that was happening when hugh jackman was singing correct he couldn't find a balance no it seemed to me like he went so far on the acting mm-hmm. that he forgot he was singing in times and Mm -hmm. it was just like
0: yes there's a lot of speak singing there's a lot of breathiness there's a lot of and then i'm sorry but you get to bring him home which in the like if you've heard the song is like falsetto 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 crescendo into full voice like it's a very technically hard song and he does not have the technical prowess so he's singing it god on he's pushing he's trying to get those notes out and it just doesn't work right some parts it does. Some not some that songs, song. That song it, is
1: atrocious. Oh, it is. That is the low point of the movie. Of the movie, to and me. a lot of and people hate the, high the point.
0: movie. Yes, and a lot of people really, really hate the movie right. for this reason. They hate it because the scene is noticeable. Yeah, and some of the casting choices, Russell Crow, Crow are not great. Yeah, yeah, Russell Crow would play a perfect inspector javert in a non-musical, non-musical. Production.
1: he actually did great yeah he did it great he, he... and I'm, honestly i was re-watching it this week too mm-hmm. and i've been a little harsh on him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think
0: i used to shit all over Russell yeah,
1: yeah 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 so mostly i would say mostly what he did was acceptable Correct. Totally fine. The way he acted the, and the the, the vocal... only
0: down downside, I think, the real big downside to him was the ending note of stars.
1: Yes, and he scoops. Yeah, and he does. Yeah, like, he's not a he's, he's not... a rock singer. So he's a singer. He's just a rock singer. Like that's not right. It's just not right. It's just a bad role for him. It's not. It's it's just not right. Like it's like no, sing it right. Yeah. You know, it's even, just not meant to be even Anne Hathaway,
0: who is one of the more classically trained like vocalists. She grew up in the theater world. She grew up singing. Her mother's a singer. There were there are moments where the song where the acting takes precedent yeah. over the singing. Yeah.
1: It's and I love bounce. Anne Hathaway
0: and I think yeah. she deserves that Oscar. She won the Oscar for the role of mm. Fontaine, and she absolutely slays it. I love it. And so it's it's so, something when you watch the movie you have to sort of like you have to resign yourself to the fact that that the singing is taking a a back seat it almost is like the movie to me is almost like an a strange art piece it's kind of like sure
1: I, but the, the I, you're i think you're letting it off the hook a little bit i am because i Be, love because it. because there are some people who they nail the they, balance yeah uh, uh, so eddie redmayne well in my opinion eddie redmayne i think almost nails so okay i i love I, he's great i, I love his balance man. of emotion acting yes. and his performance and he he's, and he's and kermit he sings, the frog he sings like kermit yes, the frog yes 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 come to church but, but <laughs> I love it though. I love can I that. Please
2: have a Muppet version of Lay Who's gonna be the which like, character is please. the human actor? valjean is
1: human. And then every Everyone other else is a Muppet. A Muppet. But I like
2: think so. please or can we have that? Can I, that happen soon? Please, Sam? Cameron
1: McIntosh, if you're listening, and I know you are,
2: please please
1: make this happen.
2: Like, can you imagine how epic that would be? <laughs> That'd be really funny. Hundred
1: percent Yeah, thank you.
0: I think i Absolutely. think the people who really really nail it okay are samantha barks as eponine
1: go ahead i, I have
0: thoughts do you have that. thoughts i think i think everyone is muted in the in the show i don't think there is a single performer not even um not even god himself Aaron debate because mm-hmm. and this is why do you want to know why i think this and i know it because the behind the scenes footage they're not they're singing along to a keyboard to a keyboardist, a live keyboardist. They all have little things in their ear that is piping the music to them. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, these are orchestral, gigantic, bombastic songs that they are singing. If you are only singing along to a Yamaha keyboard in your ear, you are going to give a muted version of your song. So even like on your own, which at some points gets up to, I love him, but when the night is over, it's gone, right? Like you're gonna get a you're gonna get a, a slightly stepped down version of that because you don't have the like sweeping sure. or 24, 25, 50 piece orchestra behind you.
1: Can we talk about Samantha Barks? Yeah, let's talk about Samantha Barks. Okay. (laughs) So if some people are acting too much, I would argue that she's acting too little.
2: Mm. She
1: She has a wonderful Broadway performance of that song. That is flawless Yeah. for what the movie was. If she had leaned into the acting a little bit more, I wouldn't have hated it.
0: Sure. But that's again, I think that's why the movie is such a conundrum is because it is it is a Broadway show with a capital B. And you right. are getting, you're not getting Broadway stars, you're getting movie stars mm-hmm. who are incredible at
1: acting, all excellent well, you're actors. you're getting a mix, you're getting a mix. Who's a bad actor? No, 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 I mean like Broadway stars. There, Cause there's Broadway stars in that. Yes, but every lead role is
0: a movie star. Eponine and Angel Raz, I would say, are supporting roles to me. Eponine is the biggest of the supporting roles True to me. Um, and those are really the two Broadway people.
1: Because mm. Hey, we get Colm as the bishop. Yeah, but the, he's... And the cutback, he hey, doesn't hey, even sing hey, as hey. much as he's supposed to.
0: No, no, no. And, uh, which is a beautiful moment in the movie, having Colm be the bishop is it so is, full It was a full big circle. moment.
1: Anyway, we'll get to that. We'll get to that.
0: It, the movie is so big in the, in the conversation that we have We had to talk about the movie. We have to talk about sort of the differences here. Because it's one of it is the one one of the most controversial movie adaptations of a musical
1: in existence it really is and i in rewatching it it, you love it yeah see i i i do love it in with its flaws
0: it is film like the filming the cinematography yes it
1: is beautifully shot it is
0: and then it really shines when you get the full group numbers so one day more Uh, Do you hear the people sing? Mm -hmm. You can do things in the
1: movie that you can't do on stage.
0: Yes, and it is sweeping in scope. It is huge. They're bringing in details from the book that you can't really do on stage because you just don't have the wherewithal to do that. Right? And, oh, are we going to talk about the best casting of the entire fucking movie? I'm going to say it right here. Okay, let's go. Helena Bonham Carter in the role of Madame Tenardi—a the fucking best casting of all time she was (laughs) all at once she was all at once terrifying and incredibly funny and sasha barry and cohen did a great job too i think they are they're they are so funny super solid such good casting amanda seyfried lovely she was great she She did her role i love her in (laughs) mamma mia
1: cosette's just a kind of a shitty role so what are you gonna do with that
0: unless you're judy coon in which case
1: you let's rock true. my
0: world we that the dreamcast had two disney princesses absolutely so because this the title of the show is the miserables right yeah let me tell you
1: those motherfuckers were miserable they
0: are miserable
1: and rowing that
0: boat yeah rowing the boat in the live production that Which we I saw realize. yes in the movie they're like grabbing the ropes pulling the ship into harbor yeah like um, a repair ship yeah it's I like don't know the what it was repair yard or something yeah it was for a really really great opening to the movie yeah loved yeah. it
1: and in the movie they have they actually have Valjean grab the mast yeah which with was the flag yes
0: so smart because it sets up the yes, fact exactly. that Javert knows how strong Jean exactly. Valjean is exactly
1: on the in the stage version you did not get no, that no you don't
0: get that and it's that's again those the details in the movie yeah, that I yeah exactly really
1: makes that like lifting pooping face Yeah, (laughs) that later he makes when he lifts the cart. Lifts the cart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The look down number is a great number. Mm -hmm. I always loved this Mm -hmm. as a like when I again watched the Dreamcast a four hundred thousand times. Yep. I always loved the guy who got to sing the line, How long, dear Lord, before you let me die? I always- uh, Yeah, no, just, that, that really is- That true, line, man. it just builds to that one. I just fucking love it. I know so she'll, she'll wait. wait. I know no, that she'll, she'll be true. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Let's talk about it right now real quick. What I love about this show so much is it lets all of the characters eat. eat all, like? It, it is so written for the classically trained voice yeah. where you can just show off yeah. and it sing is... big and loud and oh god i love it
0: yeah there's so many great little bit parts because this is truly the it's a it's a musical epic it is yeah
1: those so little roles those little lines the are characters.
0: almost as good as any of the lead roles
1: oh I... when we yes yes when we saw it on sunday those all those little those actors Yes. sang so yes. well. And if you're a fan oh of this God.
0: show, like all of like those little bit parts really become sort of like, you know, huge and like- You fall in iconic. love with those lines. Yeah. yeah, they're just so little, they're so funny. And, and, we'll get way, to my
1: favorite line in a little bit here.
0: <laughs> I know which one it is. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're a few songs away from that one.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay.
0: But yes, we meet Inspector Javert, who calls out Jean Valjean, prisoner 24601 and he comes over and he's like bitch you're going on parole and he's like i'm free and he's like no you're not you're on parole no. which is very different you know what that means yes it means i'm free no. no
1: the relationship between valjean and javert begins with yeah javert just treating him like garbage and like yeah. no. no 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 you're and, like you're you a thief
0: you're a bad person yeah. lo- you yeah. did a theme you are you are marked you are are forever bad you are a worthless piece of shit. and Jean valjean says all i did to deserve to be here was steal a loaf of bread for my dying sister's child that makes me a bad person inspector (laughs) javert is like yep absolutely the law (laughs) said like you broke the law you broke the law fucker you are a terrible human so that's going to be sort of the theme of of at least those two characters is it's circumstance and you know situation
1: yeah and javert is this black and white everything's black and white
0: mm-hmm. it- but we're living in a very like the the show is set in this very very bleak time in french history where thing where people were really desperate and people were really poor and people were really so like we can all sympathize with jean valjean and be like dude the punishment does not, the, the crime does not fit the punishment. He, like he, he has a lifetime of parole, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Like it. It's crazy. Five years in prison for stealing the loaf. And then because he tried to run the rest because you tried to run. Yeah. Yes. Prisoner 24601. My name is Jean Valjean. Yeah, exactly. Right. And he's like, no, you're just a number. And he's like, yeah. no, I'm a person.
2: It was 19 years, too. <laughs> 19 years like, for a seriously. of trying to
1: get out. Come on, Valjean. All right. We get more prologue? It says prologue on parole.
0: This is where he's like,
1: freedom at last. Yes. I drink the water
0: from the pool. And- I'll clean the taste. <laughs> Never forget the years, the waste.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love so- it all.
0: The best. and he's like he's like jaded now right he's he's mad at the world he's like what
1: let's see what the world has for me yeah he's about to get more jaded yeah so it's yeah. hard so he goes out he's he wants to make his way in the world you know to go labor and basically you know he's not being
0: paid fairly he's being kicked out of the inn there's like he's just not being treated nicely by anyone and he's being sort of stereotyped
1: and and so there there is no restorative justice at this time and place no now in the the staging that we saw it was very interesting because i valjean he tries to go to stay at an inn and he gets in this fight which he kind of starts like they're talking down to him and then he just punches the guy. Well, they're telling him to leave. They are telling. Yes, they're being dicks. And but he's then like, he punches somebody. Well, Yeah, because. But OK, I'm just all I'm saying is that like, it's not like that in the movie. They don't do that in the movie. Uh, no, that doesn't happen.
0: No, in the movie, I the same thing sort of happens where they're, they're like, he's... you have to go and it's like, I'll sleep in the barn. Like, just like, yeah. And then he gets spot. like
1: thrown at the rocks thrown at him by the kids or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then comes the bishop. There's no like Valjean he asks for it, but like he, well, he's a, he
0: is, he is a rough person.
1: Yeah. He, yeah, it's true. That's true. And that staging, he really is a rougher, big, a bigger project. One might say, sure, sure, yeah. sure,
0: sure, sure. And I, but I think like the, it still stands that the world is rough to him. So he's roughed back. Yes. Agreed. And so Agreed. the Bishop shows up and the Bishop is like, come with me. We have bread. And if I meant you should come I'm in love
1: <laughs> the bishop. is. I would love to play this part. I yes. think he gets just, just such tender, juicy the bishop. Lines. Okay,
0: the bishop in the dream, the dream cast, he's very young and kind of hot. I was kind of really? like, hot priest, what is going on here?
2: First yeah, the i mean, sir, yeah, the
0: It was great. I was kind of like, hey, he's got
1: long hair, and it was I don't know. It was just kind of a vibe. He's so like- straight in the Dreamcast. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's like, mm. Mm. there is very straight opera like his yeah. delivery and everything. Yeah, and straight. then in the 25th, the dude is much more like acting it out. I don't know. It's just really contrast. I didn't like that guy at first. Apparently, that actor, uh. Had a really long stint as Jean Valjean on in on the West End. So they were sort of doing a a similar theme in the movie where it's sort of
0: full circle. Yeah, someone bit, who has yeah, so played Jean Valjean who gives Jean Valjean a second chance, right? Is giving it back to this person, and to the actor. Yeah. yeah, which is really really beautiful. Same thing happens in the movie. Colm Wilkinson, who originates the role on Broadway and on the West End, is the one who sort of gives you know second life to Hugh Jackman yes playing the role but
1: in the fucking movie they cut like half of the first part of it, his song and that's right yeah that. because <laughs> because again this is this is one of my favorite and roles it is mostly talked through that's so right? pretty yeah yeah he kind of misses you may release him this man has spoken true
0: I commend I you for feel your feel two
1: days, days. yeah no. <sighs> that hurt me watching I the movie because I love. I know you talking. have so, to
0: accept the movie yeah, on its own yep, terms, yep, I am, and then you I'm go over and it now. listen to the dream now. cast, and you let them uh, sing their I'm fucking faces. <laughs> i yeah, so good. Um, yeah, so beautiful. Um, he gets welcomed in by the priest, and then he steals the priest's silver, and he runs off with it. And oh, <laughs> what's also come from the movie is I take.
1: Flowers. He doesn't sing that. Either. No. Oh, that's so sad. That's such a rad. It is. Part.
0: So then the authorities apprehend Jean Valjean. They bring. <laughs> he's him really back. bad. He's a bad thief. Yeah. No. Well, he's he's, <laughs> he's desperate. Just, that's the. Uh, I'm just saying he in the, he, he immediately can't get gets work. Cut. But anyway, whatever. He can't like. Uh, so in, he takes advantage of the first nice person that comes along. He does, he That actually helps him, and then he gets brought back by the authorities. The authorities are like, "Ha ha ha! We Didn't caught he him!" Say he says that you were that you made a silver. gift of this silver for him, and then the bishop throws it right back. He's like,
1: "That is correct. That is correct."
0: But my friend, you That's left correct. so early. Surely something slipped your mind. And then he gives him the two candlesticks. Yeah. he's like. I also gave you these, Jeez, but you, you forgot him, you them. Forgot and it. the the authorities are like, <laughs> dumb. They're like, completely like, shocked. Oh, and man, like, we were
1: looking forward to beating this guy. Yeah, they were like, ah, clearly, yeah.
0: Oh, well. And then they leave, and the bishop is like, like, you can have all this silver. I'm not, like, I'm giving you the second opportunity, but I'm charging you to... Use the silver to become an honest man and to become a man of God. I have bought your soul for God. Oh, okay, wait. Do you know they changed the lyric in the movie? Yes. So it's I, I've, the Broadway is I've bought your soul for God. Yeah. I have saved,
1: I saved your, your soul. soul for God. I
0: don't know. I like. No, I liked it because. It's very Catholic to buy someone's soul, so that is very
1: accurate I grew up Catholic, Reed. <laughs> it works. No like, Faith is transactional. 95 Give, and boom, boom, boom. Give and take. Give and take. I'm Martin Luther. <laughs> no more when sins are committed. There is a cash register that rings up the price uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. to make good yeah to yeah. make it square again
0: what do they call those indulgences yes
1: <laughs> oh, i went to confession yeah, oh, yeah totally i'm gonna hear all um, marys anyway
0: exactly so i do like that i saved your soul for god because you know the protestant in me is like yeah take that catholics agree to
1: disagree <laughs> <laughs> agree to disagree okay all right so yeah that goes into pro <laughs> prologue part three okay Belgen- okay
0: what have I done, sweet Jesus? What have I done? Become a thief in the night. Become a dog on the run. Yeah. Have I fallen so far in the sea? I was so late that nothing returns but the cry of my head. Yeah. Oh, and that's this a, is just a so great, good. A and late, again, yes. in the movie, you get Hugh Jackman. What have I done, sweet Jesus? What have I done? It's getting like become a dog and the, become a thief in the night. Become a a dog on the run. Yeah. Have I fallen so <laughs> yeah. far in the sea? I was so late. So, and it's like it. it I know. It I, works the movie but i do want what have i done sweet jesus what have i done become my thief in the night become my dog in the run yeah it's very yeah. it's dry it's a little more athletic so good this whole so he's having this full crisis where he's like this guy literally i could have been back right where i started in jail uh once again yep. and yet this person was so like instead of this sort of black and white situation you know he he forgave him he showed mercy he gave him freely clearly these very nice silver that, that he was able to build an entirely yeah. new life upon
2: yeah
0: um but he
1: saved the two candlesticks
0: it's nothing now another story must begin.
1: <laughs> i know for me so yeah. <laughs> when i Sorry, watched yeah. the 25th this was the moment that i was like oh alfie Bo, you can do this yeah. you because what a task that what a task yes and i think
0: not to not to just keep going back to the movie but i do think that's that's exactly where q jackman does a good job yep i'm like yeah yes, yes this is it agreed we're we're anytime the movie gets really big it's where I'm like, yes, you're getting it, you're understanding. Oh, like, and what it's they were able muted.
1: to, and what they were able to do in the movie that shot, that, of that shot, them, like mm-hmm. leaving the
0: and it goes right down, into the horses <laughs> like galloping shot, yes, there, just like just, uh, love it, and they're going past the poor people, and they're like, and they're ah. But that was the transition. Yeah. The transition when we saw it live, oh. chills, goosebumps. Because he's like, another story must begin, and the music. But but then they project the title on the back wall. Oh yeah. And yeah I was that's like, right. that was cool. That was fucking great. Yeah. I was like, and the show starts. And yeah, the crowd baby. is in it. And then they had those big wooden walls. Those big sort of like. Walls, and then it turns, and like people, like the cast is just spilling out behind them. Yeah. With that, at the end of the day, it's another day. Oh, god bum, 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 bum. ah, this number, this number is like immediate goosebumps. Just but but like at the same, same time, chills.
1: like it's like the twenty fifth best song on this album. On this, like, no, that's very real, right? Like, it's, but it's it's also essential.
0: This is the song it's though so that consistent. makes me think they miss the most wow because so many of the other songs are so character like individual character songs yeah exactly wherever that character is at at the moment but this is like the thesis this is like the this to me is
1: the miserable yeah this is yes
0: this is the song that really gets the point across that like there is a great divide between The righteous who hurry past the peop, the upper uh, the upper class, the people who are living comfortably, and the people who literally have nothing and are you know begging for their scraps and and dying in the streets. And I love this song. I think this song is so powerful. Yeah, it's called "At the End of the Day." For anyone who wants to know,
1: at the end of the day, nothing but nothing. Um, I really
0: on your butt doesn't buy any bread.
1: Loved the foreman. In the movie. I thought the foreman in the movie did a really nice job. Yes. He was a lot of these little parts in the movie, they actually cast
0: Broadway people. Oh, do you know who that guy singers. was? Oh, yeah. No, they just okay. they just clearly casted people who actually can sing. He can sing, yeah. Can instead sing. of like, I God bless you, Hugh Jackman. God bless you, Russell Crow. God bless you.
1: Yeah. He was probably Obviously. about sleazy, but good. Yeah, he was so sleazy. So this is so the good. this is the number where you know you you first meet Fontaine. Mm-hmm. She's working in this little factory, mm-hmm. and some other, some lady who works there as well, finds the note that she has written for, right? The Tenardiers. The
0: Tenardiers have written her. They're asking for more money. Your okay, child that's... needs a doctor. There's no time to lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. They're, they're, they're asking her to send money. Right, right. Which is a lie.
1: It's a lie because She's they don't totally spend fine any money on her. Because that is very healthy. Yeah, she is. And so this 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 scandalous letter, essentially like, oh, you're not married. There's a kid. There's a kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So the
0: so the girls get the note. The other ladies in the factory are all, you know, like. <gasps> and then Fontaine throws it right back. She grabs the letter back and she says, "Is that
1: that it means? It's none of your business." Husband at home and a bitch on the side. Yeah, and then the other gal is like, oh! <laughs> yeah, how dare you fight back and not just yeah, wallow in shame. And so, yeah. We is get there the-
0: anyone here who can honestly say they have nothing to fear? They have nothing to hide? Yeah.
1: So there's a big, they get in a big fight, and Valjean, the boss, who's now, like, legit, walks in and is like, what the fuck's going on? He doesn't know have any idea what's going on in his factory. Nope. Which is kind of They're fighting. They're it it's it breaks out into a fight. And actually, the way that they do this in the movie, I think, actually really works. Yes. Because the this scene in the movie. It, in the show, it basically makes Jean, Valjean look like he's very out of touch and doesn't know what's going on in his yeah, factory. And da, 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 because
0: that he way. leaves like yeah. just halfway through of yeah.
1: this scene. He's just
0: kind of like, okay, I gotta go.
1: But in the movie, this is all going on, and then he sees. Javert, Javert is enemy like, oh, in his fucking shit. office yeah like, and he's just distracted
0: he's yeah just, and yeah. that's very like clearly because he's like now he's like he's in he's like
1: panic take care mode. of this foreman yeah exactly and my foreman, brother
0: my brother was like, watching He's like why did he even hire this foreman in the first place <laughs> he's like this guy sucks that's i was sweet. like valid point isaac
2: <laughs> which actually makes sense because the movie makes like that whole scene because when yeah. we were watching i was like Yeah, just leaving. And also the fact that the foreman, the whole reason that they are all having issues with Fontaine is because she's rejecting his advances. So then he he is he he... just took it out on and then when like, we have the scene where they're like, Okay, just let her go. He's like, Yeah, you're fired. Get out of here. But you're...
0: you're right. And the only reason that he's doing that is because now he's like, Oh, I thought you were like a virgin and you're
1: not. You're spoiled goods.
0: And yeah, and so he yeah. He's disgusting.
1: Yeah, he's not not a good guy. So she gets booted. Mm-hmm. Fired. Kicked Now, on the street. this is the
0: first big discrepancy between the movie and the musical. Because right after this moment, after being thrown out of the factory and losing her job, she sings in the musical, in the broad in the live version, she sings. Her big number. Yep. I dreamed a dream. Yep. But in the movie, they wait, and I actually think it is one of the most effective decisions of the movie. Hundred percent. But we're gonna talk about it right now because the Broadway version is the Broadway version. Yeah. And so but I we're think, talking about both. Yeah, we should. It's what we do? We should do it right now. Um, you broke some of the biggest news to me when we went and saw Les Mis. I had no idea that patty lapone originated the role of fontaine the icon herself. the minute you said that then i was like oh the gal who plays her on broadway is really doing patty lapone drag <laughs> like the way she sings and like oh she's doing she's giving patty right and then it made more sense that i wouldn't know that she uh, she originated that role when you told me that she has beef with cameron mcintosh
1: right yeah i don't know when that started but
0: patty the old definition of a diva yeah she really she really is one of those classic divas who's like no i don't like you and i'm not working with you that's it she's like Game over. To me.
1: you're dead to yeah me.
0: she if you cross if you cross
1: patty yeah, if you question yeah, yeah if you question her and why would you and choices
0: why would you i think patty's right cameron mcintosh That's tough. what has he done
1: huh <laughs> 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 uh, yeah well no i, patty, I, I, I we <laughs> love patty we love you patty come on the pod spitfire just tears
2: but like actually genuine, genuine anybody anyone wants yeah, to get patty, this out of patty her,
1: please please do it
0: yeah please um send it this is the song that if you don't know any other song from the show you know i dreamed a dream and probably because of susan boyles well,
1: yeah, very very
0: right. iconic britain's got talent america's got talent um
1: how many times are you gonna say that on this show though reed if you don't know any other song
0: no, I, I think at least this is three the times. one. No, 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 no. no. Think? Okay, I think it's this one, and I think it's at the end of the day. Or oh, no, 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 no. One day more.
1: Bring him home. No,
2: nobody knows. That I don't one. think so. I feel like what? Yeah, I, I feel like, like that's one, one day that... more is one day more the one for sure. Because and then
1: Anne Hathaway mm-hmm. doesn't do this operatic. No, and she does it.
0: She does it very
2: well. She does dramatic. Yeah, more dramatic. And it's acting, so like,
1: acted through and. Rips your goddamn heart. Ugh. I bawled. I bawled in the theater with my performance. No,
0: this is one of those movies that when I saw it in the movie Theater, like I did not know I had that much moisture in my body. Yeah. To I like this go. is like
1: Green Mile level, yeah, yeah, level yeah, yeah, of bawling yeah. for me.
0: Yeah, Shawshank Redemption. So, so much so. And the way she looks up, and I don't, I forget what line it's on, but it's it's, there's one line where just a tear. Yes, streaming what? Yes. down her cheek at at the line she it's not Okay, it's...
1: she i swear made that acting choice saved it blinks and looks up and boom it she is, knew it the tears were
0: there and you know what uh, so that's like genius so tom hooper says that that's the third take that they did of the of the song it's their third take. And Anna Hathaway insisted that they did like 10 more takes afterwards because she was like, No, I have it. I have better in me. I can do better. Yeah. And he was like, No, this is the take. And so perfect. he indulged her. He he filmed as many takes as she needed. And then he was like, We've got it. It's this third one. Here's right some, here. more water,
2: yeah, exactly. some more water. Yeah,
0: exactly. some more. That moment alone deserves. <laughs> I I know, no, it really does. It really does. If you this was this was the height of Anne Hathaway hate. For some reason, like people just hated Anne Hathaway for a while because a little overexposed for a little bit. Yep, and I mean it happened to Taylor Swift. It's happening to Rachel Zegler. It's just that sort of misogy, like it's baked in Okay, so my
1: peak Anne Hathaway was when (laughs) Hugh Jackman hosted the Oscars, okay, and did that amazing opening number. Where he like he was like, Well, you know, with the economy, we uh we cut the big opening number, but I was like, you know what, we're gonna do one anyway. So I got together with some boys and made some uh sets in my garage with the uh, Oh some yeah, and he does and the Batman and, and he, then she, she and the wrestler and like they and he pulls her up on stage for Nixon versus Nixon. <laughs> that was the height of her awesomeness and like and oh my god, Ann Hathaway is amazing. Yeah. And then it tipped into like overexposed. Yeah. I mean, she's not her fault, like Mm -mm. whatever, but
0: Uh, it's it's classic, just societal misogyny. Oh, we've seen this woman too much. She's successful. She's beautiful. Let's take her down a a peg. Exactly. Horrible. He took my childhood in his stride.
1: So this song. Fantastically performed, of course, by Anne Hathaway uh-huh. in Dreamcast, Ruthie Henshaw. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And the 25th is Leia Salonga. Yeah. And <laughs> Leia Salonga. I need that. <laughs> Leia Salonga is vocal perfection in my eyes. Hey. Okay. So if I was a vocal coach, if I was coaching particularly female singers. Are
0: you going to give Leia Salonga notes right now?
1: Oh if, my God. If I was I would say do everything Lea Salonga does and you will be amazing. Oh, singer or perform. This is not a good song for her. Oh, really? I just don't think it sits well in her range. Hmm. The high notes, she maybe was a bad day, but she. It, it just doesn't sit well for her.
0: Oh, I'll have to go listen to it again.
1: And she because but there are things that cannot be like she. There's something and hmm. she again. She's vocal perfection. So there's just like, I just don't think it's right for her. And it's, it was kind of not disappointing. It was sad for me because I worship her.
0: Yeah. She's
1: amazing. Okay. So I know, I know. So i
0: I'm going to go rewatch it and I'm getting, I'll I'll let the people know. (gasps) I had something to bring up earlier. Do we need to rewind? Okay.
1: We're, like, I'm little... we're
0: <laughs> rewinding before okay. we even talk about Les Miserables.
1: Oh, okay. Hit me with it.
0: Okay. You might have to intersperse this into the beginning. I don't care if it's in the middle of this right now. I'm going to take you to motherfucking task right now. I watched You've Got Mail for the first time last this week. And I'm sorry. That movie fucking sucks. That movie is... An atrocity. He puts her out of business. Her family, Stephon her has small a right now. family business. What? Okay, listen. This is, this is getting. How would getting you feel out. if, if say before, before, lisby gets married, or before, before, let's say your Megan inherits chapters from Maureen. Okay, And you come in, you've got this huge, just sort of billion dollar company and you wipe out chapters, books and coffee with, with a Starbucks. And then the, then the romance happens. No. It's business. No, it's not.
1: It's not personal.
0: It is. That was. It really only means it's not personal to you. No, it was terrible. Why did they have to add that element to the movie? They could have just like that's not in Shop Around the Corner with um Jimmy Stewart and whoever the girl is. No, and it's, it's not part of Shoot by... Me. No, it is terrible. And that was the longest corporate commercial for a Starbucks I've ever seen in my entire oh, life. Oh
1: Starbucks? No, yeah. Barnes and Noble.
0: Oh, Starbucks. Do you know how m- the, the product placement
1: in oh, that movie? Oh, okay, that's what she, I
0: see. Egregious. Terrible. I and I love Sleepless in Seattle. Okay, so I was ready to to adore this movie. Two two thumbs down.
1: Reed, I don't know what to say. I am gobsmacked.
0: He stands for everything terrible with the world, and it's, it's Tom tra- Hanks. Yeah, Tom Hanks, who's a stand-in for capitalism, and then he. becomes... Yeah, he no, he, good doesn't. Guy, he doesn't really become a good he guy. just he just wants this girl he, he does feel that like, oh i'm sorry i put you out of business want to fuck me
2: <laughs> i mean
0: <laughs> it was business and she's no. meg ryan no she's adorable she is adorable and i totally get it tom hanks <laughs> but if she had any self-respect it's up to, it's
1: up to her to say
0: if she had any That's self-respect a... mm. miss me with with
1: that all right well it's not my fault that you have terrible taste to movies. <laughs> don't blame me I just, and, I and so it is a shocked. thanksgiving movie i was shocked they they have thanksgiving they do have a little bit of christmas i kept
0: expecting them i kept expecting him to sort of be like you know what i'm i'm going to I'm going to leave the company and I'm going to start, restart the shop with you. And we're going to like live our dreams.
1: Oh, Pollyanna. Thank you very much for uh, your hot take. Uh,
0: I'm sorry. Eat the wretch.
1: <laughs> Come on. How good was the scene with Dave Chappelle at when the, the scene where at well, the, at I don't the, really love Dave Chappelle. So. I know, but that's a great, oh, that's a great scene. Anyway, that, never mind. That's not a, <laughs> that's wasted not a on winning you. point for me. Wasted on you. And they go to Zay bars. The scene with Rose and like he does the Rose, what a beautiful name, you know. And Zabar's is a place that when I went to New York when I was a kid, we used to go. What is Zabar's? That's the store where she's buying groceries. And oh yeah, show, yeah, yeah, and, and she comes she gets in the, the wrong the, line yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wanted it to be you. I wanted it to be you, somebody. read I I I was
0: genuinely shocked that that was the the direction that the movie took. It was like the '90s, man. Give me yeah, a break. I, no, I feel you, but wow. All right, wow. All right back you, to limits. I
2: hope you guys enjoyed that Patreon exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> Join us next time for more hot takes.
1: Thank you, Katia. All right, all right. Where were, we're we? We are. We finished. I dream a dream.
2: Were you finished with it? Because you said you had more thoughts.
1: No. Well, I gave my thoughts okay. on and Salonga's performance, yeah. and yeah, and I'll come back and I'll I'll let you know what I think.
0: always do
1: Uh, i want to hear it all right now the song that has my favorite line from the show will you will you sing it first really fast i think i'll drop the anchor in that arbor over there (laughs) (laughs) i mean God, bless, who the guy that did the lyrics? I mean, I wonder how literal the translation is.
0: It's got to be not <laughs>
1: from the from the French, because that's just such a brilliant. Oh, yeah, it's man. really funny. Drop my anchor um, in that harbor. This also,
0: like, love. So we're going into the song these "Lovely are, Ladies." These are so the prostitutes. This is, yeah, and those prostitutes are iconic because, yeah. like, I feel like that, that. Sex
1: positivity. Well, no, no, no. Or, that, uh, like go ahead
0: no i feel like the, like these are not sex positive like situations this is very like i feel like they're a little more coerced into their okay, position fair enough. but maybe not like i'll maybe there are people there who choose that and they want it and that's the way that they make money and they're happy that way
1: i guess the thing is they're encouraging fontaine like sure, hey, sure, sure make sure, sure, money sure. in your sleep I, i'm you know. saying
0: that they've the prostitutes in this scene are very um and it just has become like iconic iconography for like Broadway. Like <laughs> they're like all like rouged out and the little lips, yeah, and the bustiers, bustiers yeah. and the big hair and the you know body and like through the doorway. Yeah, it's yeah. all like if anyone does a parody of, <laughs> of sort of uh, well and of of like Broadway, I feel like they oh. always come up in that sort of way. I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it's, it's an iconic. It's so part. over the top and iconic. Yes, yeah. And to me, it's kind of like, oh my goodness. I okay. like
1: how it's listed here in the, uh, the the track list. Lovely ladies, Fontaine, sailors, horse, horse. <laughs> old woman, crone, pimp, ensemble. What yeah. a lineup! Uh, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
0: this song really is Fontaine sort of navigating this sort of sleazy low life area of of not London France or wherever they yeah. are she had and a job she doesn't have anything now so oh, she she's, she goes to sell her necklace her locket that has um, you know cosette's hair in it and she's like what, what? like she's kind of pawning things trying to get money whatever way that she can so then she ends up selling her hair because someone's like you have beautiful hair I would like, I'll buy it from you. And, and she's that, like, no.
1: That crone or whoever, uh-huh. those people who want to buy the shit off Fantine, God, they're, uh, they're, they they're always perform the shit out oh, of that. Oh, totally.
0: What pretty locks you've got there?
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, um, what
0: can I do? It pays a debt. Ten francs may pay my poor cosette. Yeah, yeah totally. Those so he are her. Um, meanwhile, the... the prostitutes are singing throughout you know lovely ladies da, 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 da. and it's all very like oh you see sort of fontaine's descent into you know she does she's not she's not doing sex work because she wants to she's not doing it because she, yeah. it's empowering or because any of those reasons she's doing it because she has nothing else except like she, she doesn't have her hair, she doesn't have her teeth, she doesn't have her locket. She doesn't have all she has left is herself, her body, and they are sort of like, "Hey, will that like, you should be? You should come with us and be a prostitute." And she finally gives in because she's just she's trying to every little bit that she has, every anything that she can sort of do to to. F- to pay
1: the chenardiers yeah. for keeping her daughter right she will do and in the movie essentially you've got part of this song and then break for i dream to dream yeah so she
0: it's the first time takes a drug and then mm-hmm. yeah, it's
1: the first time that and she they, see like that she 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 takes this guy into
2: uh-huh, a sailor
0: you know, Yep. And he leaves the money in the bed. He leaves Ugh, and then she sings. Yeah. And this was also one of those parts. I was so, so frustrated with the people. I went and saw this, that they were like, like, they could not believe that that like there was thrusting. Yes, exactly. And it's like, but it is it, I it's was raised so very, very. Conservatively, so it's yes, it it's, is. It's so like and it's transactional not, like, and like gross. exactly. Like, and it, it, she is physically uncomfortable uh, she is yeah, she lot. is just bottling up every every bit of her dignity that she can yeah. hold yeah. on to and it is it is a real it's her, the lowest that she's ever been in her life and then she sings i dreamed a dream and it, it works yeah, so beautifully works in the so theme well it just shows just sort of you know how far she is willing to go for her love for her daughter and how much she wishes that her life was different yeah and i think it's really really beautiful um
1: and then in in the show at the end of lovely ladies you get the guy who wants to
0: advances upon her yeah
1: and that guy is and won't take he says (laughs) again yes yeah
2: piece of shit oh like
1: an aristocrat we hate yeah exactly he's all fancily dressed Mm -hmm. and and he sort of like he comes
0: up and he immediately starts like assaulting her and she's Treat, treating no. her like a
1: piece like literally saying you're a piece of meat like mm-hmm. i like to see what i buy like, in the movie so he takes creepy. snow and stuffs it down her yeah. top which is
0: hor- like he's a truly horrendous terrible person
1: okay and then uh fontaine's arrest yeah and look who's javert, there javert, javert, javert who shows up we talked about this on the way back i javert <laughs> just is like Boop yeah he just, just shows in. up everywhere
0: <laughs> he really does it the the story's kind of funny because it is like is france this small yeah <laughs> why yes. why is everyone always in the same place at the same time yep so yeah javert shows up he's Javertre gonna
2: just knows like oh somebody's didn't do anything wrong let me let, go let, arrest well, that's, them.
0: <laughs> that's what i love about this moment too is that there's no due process like he immediately believes the man yeah he does not he doesn't even ask for fontaine's side of the story he just completely profiles and assumes that this prostitute is the one in the wrong and that is so often so often the case right? right so often the case is this disparagement between you know someone who we've deemed lesser than or lower class or other that you know is not even listened to it's not even even though again her very justifiable response to being assaulted even though like that may be her job but she did not give any sort of con- consent she did not right. give any sort like she's just minding her own business
1: it's the same with the cottage as it is with a grocer. ah mm-hmm. yeah so
0: okay. good so, so here comes yeah. he immediately is gonna throw lock her away and uh, jean valjean the bleeding heart just, so he's he's yeah. pretending to be someone else he broke his parole he rips up his papers He's has started his new life with this silver which is why he's running the factory um that but, fontaine works out in doesn't the first he place have a
2: brand like he has like he has a brand on his yeah, the yes. version, yeah.
0: In yeah. the live version in the live what we yeah. saw all at the color yes mm-hmm. in the movie they didn't go that route yeah they just went papers um
2: so he's like hiding this mm-hmm. hiding this thing
0: yeah
1: but it's he's the mayor of a physical mark yeah so he him. has power in this community outside of just his totally mm-hmm. so he
0: shows up and because he's a good person and because of what the bishop sort of you know put on him which is like you like you have to become an honest person and a good person he takes up to heart and every opportunity he gets he helps someone so he steps in he's like i believe fontaine actually and she is in no position to go to jail right now. She needs a doctor because she's is very physically sick. Clearly, so yeah. he intervenes. Javert hates that. Javert is very mad that he does he that. He
1: loves the arresting. Yeah.
0: And he's Javert. like, he's like, get That's out of my business. Plan. A cart breaks down in the street. It pins a man to the ground. He's going to die if Jean Valjean does not
1: interfere he is <laughs> which it, i watching it on sunday was like
2: okay it was a little saves- like Where just is- like what the heck like why aren't you all helping right well yeah because this is a one-man cart,
1: cart. Well, right do you notice he like
0: he like gets he, lifts- it, he lifts it by himself and then like a group of guys swoop in and move <laughs> the cart to the back of the stage like- which is clearly just for staging reasons but it like when you're sitting there you're kind of like oh well
2: Y'all didn't help. Yeah, Where why, is everybody
0: else? Why were you guys not yeah, helping yeah. out? So
1: yeah, exactly. In the staging, in the show, it's to me it was like help, like use five guys instead yeah. of one. So yeah, we get the Shout runaway cart, and then Javert is just like, I don't believe what I see, and yeah, he's he, really starting he, to put the he's dots like, oh, together. Shit. He's this like, guy really reminds me of that Valjean guy. that disappeared. He disappeared, and then well, let's see, when does he? When does he actually confront Valjean and say that? Was it right then?
2: Yeah, well, he's like, I've only in the known musical, yeah. I've only known no. one other
1: who can do what you have done. He's a convict from the chain gang and he's 10 years on the run or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so in
0: the movie, it's different. In the movie, he starts to piece it together and then he's like he's like, he says, Don't leave it there. And then he goes, I wouldn't dare. So then he yeah. leaves it, and then later he comes back to him and he's like i did some investigating and i have to confess that i was wrong yeah and i misjudged you because we actually found the real con yeah yeah it
1: makes sense in the movie it, it actually the really movie, does the yeah.
0: flow of the movie is so good
1: yeah they flesh that out a little bit better yes
0: the sense. the order of events where things happen and the reason that things happen really really smart really smart Yeah, tom hooper
1: yeah and, and javert is just like beat me fire me punish me yeah, and he's daddy like, he's
0: like no get like just just go like yeah. you're fine
1: okay and then daljan does who am i
0: yes because now he's he, like, oh, he knows that that this a, guy
1: can take my rap exactly another man is going to
0: go to jail in place for him and he's like that's good right yeah it's like, fine
1: i'm in the clear i'm safe Yeah, and I actually think Hugh Jackman does a really nice job with this song. Yeah, I do too. This is probably his strongest song.
0: Yeah, I I agree. Probably, So, so you see it's true. This man bears no more guilt than you. So, yeah, it's this whole beautiful back and forth where he's like, so many people rely on me as the mayor of this town to keep their jobs. So if I go and, and tell them the truth that really I'm Jean Valjean and I get thrown in jail, all these people are going to suffer because of it. But can i really let this one person
1: take the fall for me
0: exactly so he ultimately of course does the good person theme mm-hmm. and he says no it's not right and this man does not deserve and this is all sung through in song it's
1: um yeah and in the movie valjean shows up in court and is like i'm jean valjean javert not there right and in the show javert is right there yeah and then doesn't do Arrest. anything like so he yeah. doesn't believe him or something I it
0: that always is a little interesting where great. he sort of is like it's me i'm Jean Jean and then they're like okay, gotta you're, go you're free to go yeah
1: right right
0: because then he goes back to the hospital he finds fontaine there who's about to die so and he, at her at her deathbed which she sings this really beautiful song to the same tune oh also every single do you know do you know this that that every song in this musical has like every melody has two songs i
1: i haven't actually like lined it all up but yes so, i know there's come yeah. to
0: me because that one night is fading on my own yeah. pretending he's there's beside lot, me yeah. um i uh lovely ladies and turn very efficient, turning, very efficient turning use of melody yeah. um I mean, in a more one-to-one version, we also have um, um, Jean Valjean's "What have I done, sweet Jesus? What have I done? Become a thief on the night." Yeah, we're gonna get to Javert's suicide, but then it's um, "Who is this man? What sort of devil is he to have me caught in the trap and just and let me go free?" Um, So I just kind of love. I love it. Yeah, I love it. I think it works
1: so beautifully. That and well, a testament to that is like I didn't realize that for a long time.
0: No, I didn't either. And right. it, like one day it dawned on me, I was like, "Wait, that's the same fucking yeah.
1: melody." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we've got Fontine dying, and she's singing, she's hallucinating. Essentially, she's seeing Cassette mm-hmm. Lay, and da da da. Like sad. She's she's out. She's sad. Yeah. And and yeah, but Valjean is there at the end of that song uh-huh. to and he makes a
0: promise. Yeah, at her deathbed that he will. He will adopt Cosette and take care of her, which he is led. a
1: very, like, my he knows he's going to jail. Protection.
2: Well, he yeah. also, like, he feels guilty he's, because mm-hmm. in Lovely Ladies, yep. he realizes, oh, shoot, um, I'm the cause of why she's here. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. Yeah. I was the one, I didn't, I, I, I didn't intervene, I let her get fired. Yeah. So he kind of feels that guilt. Well, she kind of throws
0: that in his face. Which, I good for and that's her. Yeah. He's a bleeding heart. So he's like, I'm about to, I just, I just absolved this man of, of going to jail in my place. I immediately show up to the hospital to promise that I'm going to take care of this dying woman's daughter. Yeah, falling.
1: and he could have just run. And who shows up at the jail? Fucking that's Sean, at last. We,
0: we see each, each other played,
1: played. monsieur oh. the man was he i right about Philip Quest
0: though Can, i didn't watch this part
1: oh you didn't watch no, it? no. philip quest 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 anyway he's so good. yeah he's, so, good. he's got a hell of a voice yeah he's he not really sings i actually think
0: this this scene is really effective in the movie mm-hmm. it's not my favorite ver- like they're not it's russell crowe and hugh jackman so it's it's not my favorite version of this thing but i i thought they did it well locally
1: right yeah no, not exactly and but in the movie it makes sense
0: they're like sword fighting in the hospital, the hospital. and it's great and yeah. then it jumps into the river whereas in the in the version we saw live they're fully like it's like a fight it's a, fight. It's a brawl yeah
1: it's a wrestle like wrestling but this injured me in the movie, because they have this fight, and he jacks and jumps out the window, and then we don't get the the end of the song. There is no place for you to hide, wherever and, you may hide away, and I will raise her to, to the light. light in such a,
0: I promise
1: you, uh, I will. I was, be loved. I was injured. I was injured by that. But what are you gonna do? What are you the gonna... movie could have been another hour yeah. uh, if they had more.
0: Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Javert arri- arrives he is gonna throw him in jail but Valjean escapes and they have a great little back and forth um it's called The Confrontation Jason Siegel and yes. who somebody else was it Neil Patrick Harris yes it, was.
1: yes it was um
0: famously do this on like the Graham Norton show <sighs>
1: something like that yeah, I think yeah. it's Graham Norton. it was good it was good though next song is Castle in the Cloud yeah this there's a great
0: transition moment yes in the in the live in show, the it was really really good yeah because we're leaving we're switching locations now we're leaving the town that what's his face is um shawn mira what's his face i don't think
2: you I'd know what's it. his face
0: um and we immediately see a small little girl and if you well, know the show she is the iconic girl with the broom and the pail
1: but when in the staging, you've got the screen down that you can see <laughs> through. And because cassette is lit. Yeah. With like a spotlight. And it is beautiful. Yeah, it was I really love cool. that lighting. But this is one of the bugs bugaboos with this staging that I want to.
2: Discuss. Are
0: you going to disparage this poor, sweet little girl who played
1: Cosette? she was trash, bro? No. I'm just <laughs>
2: And she was wonderful. No, 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 no. I was like, that was not the performance I saw. No, I (laughs)
1: want to talk about lighting. So I am a member of a very prestigious Facebook page called All Things Broadway. And I posed out prestigious. Yeah, it's actually a great, great page. Thank you, Facebook, for this page. I posed, you know, I said, hey, I just saw Les Mis in Portland. Loved it. What are your thoughts? And one of the things that somebody brought up was the lighting, actually. Michael Smith. Oh, it was so dark. It was so dark. Was he said, I couldn't, dark. I was like,
2: I agree. He on said, that. the one thing
1: I remember about the newest staging is how I didn't like the lighting. Ha ah, very dark. Chacun au sangu. I don't know what that means. I know, two years of French. I don't know anything. And it was like, oh, yeah. I, because there were definite times where we, you yeah, can see shit. Yeah, I but agree. it works for the show. I mean I, I, thematically but yes, but we had
2: nosebleeds
1: yeah like, no, very seeing. it was very hard to see
2: but I'm gonna say something so, so. I was in orchestra right because I have my little yeah you have your, I, little spot I <laughs> my your little ladies. spot next to my two little old ladies who are the sweetest little old ladies who gossip about everything and I love eavesdropping on their conversations it was the probably the darkest one I've actually like seen yes. for this whole Broadway season the lighting like This Mm -hmm. one was hard to see. I mean, I get it, but a little more light. A little
1: more. And I was down on
2: the floor, so like I can't even imagine up top. Like, you can't see nothing. No,
0: the the Keller is a hard auditorium because they feel like the the balconies are really far away from the stage. Uh, I and we were
1: in the second row.
0: Thank goodness that this is a big show that is like, let's fill the stage as much as possible, because when I saw Dear Evan Hansen, Honestly, I really did not enjoy my experience with Dear Evan Hansen because it was like five actors on the biggest stage. Yeah. And I was in literally the back row of the top, like nosebleeds. And I was like, I can't That's, they're they're teeny tiny ants. Some I don't show know and, and
1: on Broadway, Dear Evan Hansen was in the mu- music box, mm-hmm. which is a small little theater, practically mm-hmm. off almost off Broadway size. Yes, and, I was in I was in the literally the last row and I felt like I was on top of the stage when yeah. I saw and handsome.
0: Yeah, that's so cool.
1: Yeah, so it's, it makes such a big difference for yeah, him, depending on the show. It's hard.
0: I personally love the lighting. I I like it was hard to see, but it was it's lame, May, it's dark, it's like
1: <sighs> I get it. There were times there I were understand times that it was complaints, but sure, sure, sure. It was still, I mean, it's still great stage.
2: The whole setting, like their sets,
1: the sets were donkey stunning. donk. Yeah. It was, really good. it was
2: also very different because like the lighting, especially, because I had just gone last the Friday before to see the opera, and that was like very bright.
1: Mm. And then going to this yeah, one,
2: which is like so dark. Totally different.
1: Yeah.
0: Night and day. Night and day.
1: So you so that you're all we're also introduced to Madame Ternardier. Reed, you were not a fan of our Thenardier.
0: I I thought the Thenardier's were fine. I thought Madame Thenardier, I I really really think that Helena Bonham Carter just really slays. And in if you don't terrify me at the beginning, you've lost me. Because mm. the minute she shows up in the movie, I'm like, oh, I'm scared of this bitch. She's <laughs> she's mean.
1: She's She'll scary. chop you up and put you in
0: pies. Yeah, 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 totally. And. And then she becomes funny, right? And you really enjoy her in Master of the House.
1: It's a very, it's a very different character, honestly, in the yeah, movies. And, and, in, in the movie, because you can there's there's subtleties that you can do on yeah. film that on stage you really have to be big, yeah, and over the top. And I I, I liked Thenardier My Tonardier. The, by uh, my comment was though about both of them, in particular, like i kind of missed the british cockney
0: sure i thought they both were they were they were very fine i i enjoyed i enjoyed them and they they served their roles very well i
1: guess i just feel like there's something about those roles specifically yeah that the cockney is almost essential welcome Monsieur. they still did a really
0: of down
1: yeah all right forget to be nice yeah, yeah yeah totally iconic yeah just so funny and good and So I think she did a good job for what they. I mean, the director clearly didn't want Cockney. Didn't there were no British accents in our in our um, performance, and you know that's that's a directorial choice or whatever. So, but I thought they did a nice job. Castle on a cloud, cute number. I don't have a whole lot to say about it.
0: Well, Castle on a cloud really like it's it's the iconic. It's the it's the young girl of the cover of the poster. Of the book. I, I don't know if the, that the girl with the broom, um, is original to the musical, or if it is a piece of Le, La Miserable iconography before that, but the musical uses it for all of the promotional material. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's like, it's the song, right? It's the girl you meet her and she's,
1: it almost sounds like a music box. Yeah. Song. And it's got
0: the little, like, like, little pipe. <laughs> it's, it's got very, like, very renaissance fair vibes. Yeah, 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 it's and, good.
2: And you're also introduced to both girls. That
1: That's right. And Eponine. Yeah, in, and that's lost in the stage. No, 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 I'm sorry, not stage. I mean, the concert. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't believe, maybe it's. Maybe they do it in the 25th. I don't remember. They definitely don't have. Eponine Mm -hmm. in the 10th. And so when I remember at some point being like, oh, I think it must've been the movie. Yeah. Oh, Eponine is in these scenes. And I didn't realize that. It is like,
0: it is important to the story to know that Cosette and Eponine grew up together. Eponine being the daughter of the Thenardier, so they give all this special treatment and attention to their own blood because you know they are but
1: they don't have any reaction people. when she dies but anyway we'll get to that well that's anyway
0: they're like, not around okay we don't we don't get to see it they don't they don't get us they don't let us see them have a reaction spoiler alert Eponine yeah. dies and then cosette um is treated very poorly like by the Trenari she's she's told to go fetch the water in the woods in the dark by herself which is a classic Cinderella
2: situation totally Mm -hmm. totally Mm
0: -hmm.
1: um (laughs) yeah I mean and she yeah so we'll move on oh no that's after after master of the house We'll, we'll get to that we'll get to that
0: Madame Thenardier is. is like you're not worth the money that your mo- your mother sends you. Ten, ten ron
1: breaks. francs your mother sends me. What's that going to buy?
0: Yeah, no, she's always uh. sort of like and ragging. And she's
2: like, "Oh, her. look, Eponine, look at your hat, look at
0: your coat." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Eponine walks in. She's immediately like, "You're so sweet, <laughs> so cute. I love you, Eponine." Get out of here,
1: no brat! Out. Get You suck. You're ugly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay master of the house my dad shout out to jack frickin Zarnecki. loves this goddamn song
0: i as a restaurant person that's very
1: funny <laughs> probably, i never thought of it in those terms. that is really funny that, maybe my dad relates to Ternardier. <laughs> it
0: is yeah. a great song it it is one of the fun with a capital F numbers in the song because so much of the show is like either very melodramatic or very just like tragic this is really just a moment to let loose and have a good time yeah and you just you it tells you everything you need to know about how sleazy the Tenardiers are how they run their business how they interact with the world so the movie Ah, oh, this is such a good scene in the it's,
1: movie. It is a great scene in the movie. You can just do things in the movie that you can't on stage. Yes, you get the of depth they tra- and funny moments.
0: They tried to put some of those gags from that that Sasha Baron Conan sort of like. Yeah, with the
1: grinder. Yes, and, like, and
0: even later in the when they're like, "Well, let us not haggle for Darlene Colette Cosette. yeah. Cosette, Cosette, which was like original for Sasha Baron Conan.
2: Um, Cohen,
0: yes, Cohen. Thank you
1: so good they do great okay they so let's so talk, let's talk i want to talk to not yep. real quick sasha barrett bern cohen i thought was b plus i thought he did b a nice plus. job i thought he did a nice job okay the singing whatever yeah, he's not a singer i think he did a nice job but
0: it's it's not a role i need a singer in because they cut the only song that Tenardier oh, really needs oh, to we'll
1: sing. get to that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah god Matt Lucas does it for the 25th. I think he does a really nice job capturing the character of he's just a weird looking dude, Matt Lucas. And
0: oh, yeah.
1: What movie was he in with Amy uh, Fat Amy from uh, what's her name? from Pitch Perfect. Perfect and and they're like. Roommate brother and sister, but they have this really weird relationship. I can't remember. Anyway, it was like about a boy. Or something like was it no, bridesmaids? She, no, no it was bridesmaids.
0: Uh,
1: Paddington. I think it might have been Bridesmaids. It was Bridesmaids. Anyway, Matt Lucas, nice job. Not not like a singer, but he gets the job done. But Alan Armstrong is Denarier from the original London cast. I can't remember which one, but he was 10th anniversary. That guy sings well, acts it well. And honestly, with Tenardier, you just need a weird looking dude. Yeah, you really do. You just need a weird looking dude. I. Sorry. No, it's like it's true. Is this this a character actor's bingo dream role? You need a character actor that embodies that
2: to make me laugh again you need the cockney
1: <laughs> but anyway, master okay. of the house is it with more spit confident,
0: confident philosopher, philosopher, philosopher and, and lifelong
1: shit. shit it's such a great number creed <laughs> yeah. we gotta move on it's sorry yeah, it's, we're we're only gonna make it through act one tonight yeah <laughs> hopefully <laughs> 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 all right so we got the well scene Jean-Felze with this Jean just fucking weird Valjean Al- just finds a child. A stranger
0: in the woods. In the woods but again, he's is a like, bleeding heart, so he doesn't even know also, that this is Cosette. So he's but like, i like,
2: as Cosette. Yeah. If I was Cosette, and like, yeah. okay, stranger here, danger. Let's just let say, let's set the scene. <laughs> I'm in the dark. I have to go to the well to fetch water. It's scary. <laughs> it's pitch black. A man. strange man just comes a man this I'm like
1: child 10 has not been old. yeah this child has not been prepared for the world
2: and he's like child are you okay this is what
1: i'll say though and tell i'm him, like tell,
2: you know what we're gonna let's go to this house i'm not this is not great what's
1: your name yeah what's I mean, your
2: name all this oh totally do, do you want some candy scream. step into
1: my van yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i yeah, yeah.
2: would scream but, and thank you. run Good. i'm glad to hear and that probably that like chuck the bucket out of his head okay, to okay. be
0: honest. Complete, I understand, I hear, I agree. <laughs> Here I'm, we go, you've got mail. I Come am on. there, no, 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 no. I just think this is one of the winning moments for me with Hugh Jackman in this role is, is all right. All right. once this moment is very valid, right? Like I understand, I'm not gonna like, yes, no. as a child, stranger danger, but once he fully establishes himself as a safe person and as someone that is, that wants to take care of her, he, the look on his face, is so sweet. He is like Hugh Jackman. Right. This is the part where I really was like Hugh Jackman. Yeah, you're right. He does. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't look creepy. He it it never crosses creepy territory for me. It just is him being like, I love you so much, and I'm I, a protector. Yeah, and I'm gonna take like,
2: which when I'm saying it now, it sounds
0: creepy, but no. I <laughs>
2: no it makes more sense because in that scene right yeah mm-hmm. there's more compassion and as somebody mm-hmm. who is in this situation like she is being basically abused yeah. constantly having somebody like i get true, that true. you you see this path he and just wants to
0: take care of her so bad he loves yeah. her from the get-go it's so sweet yet
2: still i will say creepy cosette come on get come some on, brain
0: yeah yeah you, yeah.
2: It, you just but <sighs>
0: it's like it's, it's danger it's france and 18 something everyone's suspect so he show he brings her back to the ternardias he shows up and he's like hey um can sh- i buy your child yeah literally no, he's like hey um fontina's dead and i'm here to pay any debt that is still left over from her um and i'm going to take cosette away and so of course they immediately tried to milk as much yeah. money out of him as possible. Great song. I love this song. Yeah. The Thenardier's waltz of treachery. That would quite fit Hit the bill, bill. If, if she hadn't had so often been, been ill. Ill.
1: <laughs> Again, the Cockney.
0: And then this is where we get the really good Sasha Baron Cohen moment, the. That does not go for darling. Colette, which is like a great, running it's a good joke number. Through it's a whole like bit. even to the end of the movie. Yeah, he like, doesn't bye, go back. Yeah. Like, it's just
1: like it is a good bit. I agree. And uh, yeah, Valjean buys her. Yeah. What to do? What, what to say. say? Shall you carry your treasure away? That's <laughs> an <laughs> The That's an artier. Denardiers Tenardier, are they would just be fun survivors, they would man. Be so much Absolutely. fun to play. And we'll get to the end, but like
0: I I I like miss a lot because it is it's it, you get to see so many people's responses to their circumstances, right? Yeah. You have Jean Valjean who you know is given a second chance and decides to like do do good by it you have these people who are in really horrible circumstances and are trying to like milk any sort of money and take it from anyone in really devious means you have people who are a little more in the gray i don't know it, it's it's just <laughs> are there's so on many great
1: characters in
0: this story and i love it
1: i love it All right, now, in the movie, we get...
0: no, don't even have to talk about
1: it. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's such a
0: clear, like, let's try and win an Oscar for best original song, and it's... It's fine. It's a cute little
1: moment. Suddenly. So, this... It was written for the film, suddenly, and... It's so breathy. It is so breathy. It's not bad. It's just as like it fits. Like it. It does so work.
0: One of my favorite numbers in the whole show is the um. Oh, uh, it's the. Uh, I'm trying to find it. It's, it's in an Act Two. It's the. No, it. It's when the Tenardiers are going to rob. Um. Jean Valjean's Dachon, house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what is that Dachon called? An act too. The attack on Rune Plumet. Yes, I think so. Yeah. I'm gonna scream. I'm gonna warn him here. One little scream, and you'll regret it for a year. What a beloved! What an absolute treat! But they cut that horribly in the movie. They splice it in such a weird way. But I'm like, get rid of suddenly and give us the full version of that because it's so true, good.
1: True. No Yeah, they This true. I mean, what really wasn't needed. Uh, but they did, it was written by uh Booble and Schaumburg. Yes. I mean, it was Kurtzmeier. Kurt it
0: Kurt was Smyre. everyone's attempt to try and get an Oscar nomination for the movie. Which
1: they did. Yeah. And they it's, got the nomination, oh, but not the win. No. All right. And then we get, look down. So now we have shifted. Yeah. it's This is a big jump in time. Big jump in time. and Well, and location. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's right. Because now we're too. in Paris. Yeah. Yeah. We're in Paris. And we've got the really the miserable, you know, again, back like uh, the what was the other number? This is like clearly at the
0: height height of sort of the French Revolution. Um, This is very guillotines and let them eat cake
1: and all of that jazz. And we are introduced to VIP Gavroche.
0: I do you do? My name's Gavroche. These are my people, here's my patch!
1: Oh, I love nothing to look at, not, Gaffrush. Gaffrosh. nothing that you pull
2: up to snuff.
1: Nick Jonas. Oh yeah. Oh
2: my gosh! Yeah, yeah I baby love Nick. This,
1: uh... He was Gavrosh.
0: Yeah. And also, so Gavrosh in the movie later goes on to do Jack in Into the Woods. The Daniel Huddlestone. Yeah, he's really, really great. Mm-hmm. Really like they the casting for the kids in the movie outstanding. Total young work. cosette so perfect for the role. Young Gavrash or it just Just Gavrosh.
1: Yeah. So good. So we get the we get Young Gavroche. we get um where are the leaders of the land who are the swell who run this show. Yes, we get That's what we're man introduced and that's to the
0: boys,
1: Andras and Marius, and in the movie we get more depth here about mm-hmm marius's family
0: yeah we find out about his grandfather and about how marius you rapscallion yes. embarrassment for our family and he's like fuck you grandpa which is very real like i love totally. that little moment because there's so many there's like i love all of the sort of like anyone who's part of a cause that their family does not agree with mm-hmm. and so they're making it like it's, it just makes me laugh. It's, I love it. I love that sort of Trump. But yeah, it's a, it's a great number, clear, like a lot of political unrest in France at the time.
1: And, and I, I think in here, we also get the moment, gosh, is that where the robbery is the robbery? So the robbery is after this. The yes. robbery is so after because... This is where, yeah, this they're is getting... where
0: we're, we're seeing the people of Paris. There Eponine is clearly a is outcry from there. the people for something. Something's got to... Something, something, yeah. something's got to give. It'll mm-hmm. come. It'll come. It'll come. Yeah. It'll come. So there's sort of just this building, like discontent with the status quo right. and the barricade boys are passing out flyers um to, to sort of like spark the revolution and there, someone is the general general lamont the lamarck, people lamarck yeah. who is i i I don't really get what's going on Marx here is
1: Ill and fading fast yeah
0: lamarck is dying he's well, in the weekend, hospital so they say. Oh. and he's sort of like the people's Champion. He's uh, right.
1: He's clearly kind of a advocate or whatever for the, for the lower for yes for the lower classes
0: and for maybe it's the middle class the French middle class I don't know yeah he's dying and and so that's sort of a big deal to this group of people and then you know we're going through the streets of Paris we run into
1: it's the, all part of the same. again all part of the same they are they've got a new scam yep they've moved to Paris. And they've got a new scam
0: that's what is so funny to me in this in this book <laughs> is everyone is everyone is always... everywhere at the same time yes.
1: and it's like it's musical theater fuck it why not like you <laughs> just go with it
0: they've got a new scam they're they end up st- trying to trick jean valjean and an adult cosette that they don't realize are jean valjean and adult cosette into um they but, say they want to like lure them away from the street to mm-hmm, rob them. exactly and then madame Thenardier recognizes them all of a sudden they're like yeah we're gonna get you but then who shows up javert literally again everyone is everywhere at the same time everything everywhere all at once they're about to get arrested but uh jean valjean and cosette run away the Thenardier are like hey that was the guy that came and took Cosette. Javert is like, oh, Javert shit. Javert
1: is in the middle of figuring out what's going on and pretty much taught, is singing, talking to Valjean about, like, I'm going to work this all out. I've mm-hmm. got you a buddy. We're going to find out who molested you or whatever. Yep. Valjean is just like, Ugh. Yeah, do not like me.
0: They get out and of And then there. they're like, And then now that... <laughs> That there's no one there. The snarties are yeah. like, hey, since there's no got the Can we go? And like, go. Get out of my face.
1: <laughs> okay. the on the street.
0: So that's what happens. Everyone now is that sets up the the situation, right? Okay. Javert is now aware that
1: quick, quick shout out. Okay, shout out, quick. Uh, on Javert. Norm, we haven't talked about Norm Lewis yet.
0: Oh yeah, he
1: is Javert for the twenty-fifth anniversary. Year. And that's who pops into my mind for that scene. I feel like he really murders it. Yeah. And Norm Lewis is a, a great Wonderful choice. job. He's a fantastic actor, amazing singer. Norm Lewis is fantastic.
0: I'm totally, totally. Yeah. Of course, cast when the only black people ask the cop. It's great. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you
1: know, a cop <laughs> slash bad guy. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Not
0: great, but he kills the role. You He's know. really, really great. Um, what do you think about Will Swenson as the role of of Javert? He was the original London cast? No. Will Swenson is the revival. Um, so when
1: Ramin Karamlu does. I haven't it, listened to that one. I
0: haven't listened to it that much, but famously he's married to um Audra McDonald.
1: Oh. Mm-hmm. And
0: he was in the hair revival, the like popular hair revival with uh Gavin Creel. Can we
1: can we get Audra? Can we get a gender swap Javert? with audra as javert please oh can we just discuss this no
0: maybe? you know what? i want Audra as jean Valjean. oh she would she would give us the jean Valjean of our dreams
1: yes please yeah and then that's po- a whole that's a whole other patreon episode yeah. just of gender swap how lame is
0: have sutton okay. foster come in and do <laughs>
1: She could ja be Gavroche. Ja <laughs> <laughs> she would be amazing. A little tap
0: dance moment for little. People. Oh, a little dance break. Yeah, All right, we gotta keep going. All right, so they they know they they know they're there. Um, it's great. Javert sings <laughs> "Stars in the <laughs> <Dem> Multitude." <laughs> Love you, Crowd. Um, basically, this is his song being like, "I've dedicated my life to seeing the law."
1: Every baritone knows stars as either an audition piece yeah. or regionals yeah. or whatever. It's beautiful. It's a this wonderful I swear song. by the, the stars. stars. But, but what I didn't realize is the original London recording, it is isn't up. That's an opt up that they do like a, this. I swear by the stars. Oh, really? Yeah, I had never listened to that recording yeah, and the it doesn't London one is not mine. Yeah, I well that's hmm. this is what we do here at Broadway Over Wine, and we break listen it to every every recording ever. Like, and by golly, opting up on that one makes the most sense. Yeah, Give so him, it's nice not little even song high. for
0: Javert. It's important to know sort of his he, he the law to him is very religious. Like it's it's mm-hmm. his way of serving God. It's his way of serving. Um, is it his penance? Sure, maybe. Sure, I don't know. Uh, he Maybe. is a very, very interesting character. Great. So then Eponine <laughs> from is.
2: Uh, so, so you have to understand because during the robbery.
0: Thank you. Katia, you're so it.
2: We got to go back to the robbery.
1: Well, not true. Yeah. Yeah. Because there, there is a there's moment.
2: There's a scene. A moment where Cosette and Mar- Marius. Marius. Locked marius eyes. one of the barricade
1: boys bump who into is, each other who is,
2: they, they don't do much
1: they, they bump don't. into they each other and marius is like
2: i love her <laughs> no and,
1: and you have like to under, yeah so cosette
0: and marius have a literal two second love moment at
1: first sight
0: eponine who was the other little girl mm-hmm. who is the tenardi's daughter is now grown as well and she sort of she's like she was part of the robbery because she's like she works Just with to look her out. parents
1: yeah um
0: they they're using her and they've raised her in the ways of their kind of sleazy ways
1: um but she's
0: you know she's a she's a girl who is a survivalist as well she is knows the streets well and not she's... a very
1: good one apparently <laughs>
2: <Sorry>. <laughs> it's not
1: her
0: fault she fell in love with a boy and it's so bad in the followed room, him into sense. the most dangerous of situations and gets killed. Yeah. I like to believe, my headcanon is that she really believes in the cause. And so she wants to be part of it as well as be close to Marius. So it's like half, you know, she is giving of herself the way that the other guys are. And half that she just really wants to be around Marius. But that's my headcanon. Okay. If you're, if you're playing a savvy Eponine. Okay. um
1: so eponine has an errand because
0: because marius who she is head over heels for she loves marius she's puppy dog eyes over him she's always kind of flirting with him and then he's like eponine who is that girl and she's like oh Cosette, the girl that i grew up with that's her why are you interested and he's like because she's beautiful because <laughs> i want to bone her yeah literally and she's like bone me <laughs> <laughs> basically she doesn't say it but she thinks no. it. little he knows little he sees.
1: yeah oh, so oh eponine, sad girl hashtag sad girl
0: okay if if i dream to dream is the most iconic song of the show eponine is the most iconic character of late miss rob and in the book, yeah. she is not given this sort of, like, love triangle situation. Oh, really? Yeah. My mom is a big fan of the book, and mm. Eponine is just a very different character than in the musical version. at the book. Man. I know. I'm like Victor Hugo. You know, I love
1: Eponine in the
0: ah is the best she's got
1: style she's like street savvy she's a little and sassy like, yeah. and i love the flirting the flirting yes. is really cute she's, she's a little whiny in the, the production we saw uh-huh, uh-huh. And it, but
0: borderline was a little like how old are you like, yeah there on? was a
1: little bit of that but like still she teases and she teases him and i love it like mm-hmm. it's, it's great it's it's a little and, so, and we have to remember that they're young mm-hmm. eponine Cosette, Marius are all like teenagers. Yeah. Do
2: they not give us an age? Or I'm sure they do. Like with the years, you could probably calculate yeah. it. But if they were like ten, and now they're probably like.
1: Oh, I don't we know, we got to keep going. I know we do. We got to keep I going. Know, here. But I think that's important because that brings they us. Are, but are that no no, no no
2: no no. We're gonna get to
1: my point uh, on that, which brings us to Nick Jonas. Nick jonas (laughs) (laughs) nick jonas embodies young marius okay okay Okay. i'm with you as kind of a dreamboat boy a boy idealistic b-o-y and in that way i think he really does it like you know he fits in that role
0: nick jonas famously did marius in the 25th anniversary concert, concert version um he's a choice
1: he acts it and fits the role but boy, well, he definitely he looks it. the part. he looks the part yeah yeah he's yeah, got no, those acting, gorgeous
0: curls it. that are just like cascading over his face dreamboat. he looks exactly like a boy that i too would follow to the barricade <laughs> and then get shot over um but
1: by God, he cannot sing the role. Yeah, God bless him. Now, Michael Ball, 10th anniversary. Uh, Michael
0: Ball is like great, but every once in a while, he does this weird thing with his voice where uh, his vibrato? No, it's like a, it's a scoop theme. It's a, it feels very of the time. And be like, I'm trying to remember what parts, but there's, he's great. But then there'll be times where he, tips real low yes he definitely
1: goes very melodramatic yeah and i don't like the depths the scoops i get it i get it and i i other than that you know what he's having fun i think i I like michael ball just fine but uh, when when joe when nick jonas sorry nick jonas did it it was actually a good reminder like oh marius these are kids or some of them are kids you know pretty much other than a who's was a child literally but like michael ball as an actor was just uh, at the tenth time of the 10th anniversary was just old like yeah. he probably shouldn't have really done
0: that so but. marius tasks eponine to go find where jean valjean and cosette live meanwhile marius is like oh shit i'm late for our little barricade boy meeting at the cafe <laughs> barricade so
1: boy meeting. he
0: runs he he's late to this sort of gathering of the boys who are planning sort of the revolution to come, right? So, all the guys are there, Angel Ross who is very clearly the like the, the, leader. the leader of the group. There's Grande who is sort of like there because all of his friends are there and he does believe in political change, but he's not taking it as seriously as everyone else. And then you have Marius who is conflicted because he believes in what the cause, which is to, you know, take like a, a sort of takeover of the the upper class and, blah, 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 blah. but ba bump. But he revolution. also.
1: What's to get lead? <clears throat> totally. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: Marius, you're no longer a child. I do not no, know you mean, it well. You mean it well.
1: Yeah. This... But now, but now there, there is a higher call. call. Michael McGuire, Michael McGuire, Michael McGuire. Broadway, Andras is my, Andras. well, he is my Andras. He kills. But we can now discuss Ronin Karimloo.
0: For the 25th.
1: For the 25th.
0: Let me tell you, some hotties have played <laughs> Andras <Angel laughs> through the ages. I would, I, I if, if I were in, 18- is speechless. <laughs> if I were 1800s France and Aaron Tveit, Ramin Karimloo, or oh, yeah, any of them were like, "Hey, I'm," I think we should revolt. I'd be like,
1: mm, "Yeah." Wherever you're going, babe, I'm right behind. you. <laughs> Where you
0: <yet>. lead, I will <laughs> follow.
1: <laughs> Ramin, that was so okay. 25th anniversary. That was my first introduction to Ramin. Carmelo, and I was like, "Who this?" Yeah,
0: he later goes on to do Jean Valjean in the Broadway revival, he which
1: becomes a mega Broadway yeah, star, yeah,
0: massive draw. Too young, in my opinion, to do Valjean. Valjean, when he did it, but you know what? I too would love to see him rip his shirt off and show his rippling abs. He, he, <laughs> yeah, his Instagram,
1: oh, cue ripping shirt, wow, yeah. His Instagram has a lot of like pumping iron, like yeah. sweaty. Like I loved it. But when, apparently I was like, I think he's I was supposed to be in some. I, was, I, I think there's some. uh, role of his coming where he's like a wrestler or something. He's supposed to be huge. I can't remember. I could see a revival of maybe, Rocky the musical. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that? Uh, yeah, that was. Andy, yeah, Carl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, uh, see, I wish I could go back in time and go no, see that shit. No. That, Gar- looks that garbage, that disaster. Yeah. Black, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Andras uh Red, the blood, blood of
0: angry men. men. Black. Black.
1: Yeah. So
0: yeah, it's it's this is a whole song it's, of it's, the, the, the barricade, barricade boys. boys going back and forth between sort of like, are you with us in the cause or do yeah. you want to get late?
1: Yeah, Grantaire is kinda of teasing Marius a little bit. I am p- a guy, I am a gas played by Hadley Frazier
0: in love at
1: last fucking love in the 25th anniversary, the guy in the 10th anniversary. I don't know who that guy was, but I distinctly remember being an adolescent and watching this with my sister and being like, she she was like, that guy is hot. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, why? It was so funny. Like, I lo- Sonia, I love you. I'm glad you're listening. Hi, Sonia. Grandair put that bottle down. Anyway, Hadley Fraser, you are wonderful. Yeah.
0: All right. No, uh I this is one of my favorite songs of the show.
1: Red and Black. Yeah, I,
0: I love this song. And I think it's again this is when the movie really glitters too is because you have like this fullness of the casting or not like it doesn't feel muted. It doesn't feel it just really takes off. Um at the end of the song they find out
1: that oh, General Lamar- General Lamarck. General Lamarck. Is, is dead. Is- the mark I, I just think it's so funny when they Lamarck in the show is dead uh, uh, G- uh Gough Raj comes in and he's like yes, Lamarck
2: Lamarck I- is dead."
1: let's sing about it the mark is dead <laughs> i love it <laughs> so, though
0: it's so musical theater i love it yeah it um,
1: is exactly
0: and then that sparks right into sort of one of the other most iconic songs of the show which is do you hear the people sing so it, it interestingly enough in the movie again, I think the movie made a lot of really great choices, is they break up red and black and do you hear the people sing? And yeah. they say do you hear the people sing till after one day more, which famously is the intermission song. Yes. It's the song right before intermission, ends the act. Great number. It's so, so, so good. I like it better where it is in the movie because you've already had sort of this rousing yeah. number from the boys and then it's like, we get it, another rousing number. So I do It is
1: awkward in the show. Yeah. The way that transition just is awkward. Yeah. I don't love it. It's very anthemic. It is sort of, again,
0: one of the theses of the show. It's sort of the hopeful at the end of the day. Um, It's sort of the, like, you know, the, the people. Rally, yeah. yeah, it's gathering uh, I, oh, people. kind of the I want, mm-hmm. if you will. Like, do yeah. you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry <laughs> mm-hmm. men? Um, okay. It's very defiant. It's very, like, it rallies the people. It's great. And then we move into the section of the show, the very like melodrama section of the show.
1: This is so tasty. Yeah, it, it really song. is. I love. Cosette starts it off.
0: God. In my life, yeah. I'm no longer a child, and I yearn for the truth that you know. Yeah, it's great. It's this beautiful song. Judy Kuhn, you are, you will forever be famous.
1: And uh, let's see, Amanda Seyfried. Seyfried? Seyfried Se- mm-hmm. Siegfried? Siegfried? Seyfried? Seyfried? I don't know. Seyfried? Who we'll talk about in Mama Mia, I'm sure. It's like a twittering little bird. She is, and she has a vibrato on Red Bull. Totally. And it's fine. Totally. This is a very this, pretty voice. This it is works our for first
0: sort of getting to hear Cosette sing it all.
1: And it's her, just very being like,
0: "I'm in love with a boy."
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, first she talks to Valjean about how, like, "Tell no, me." No, first it's the boy, and oh, then yeah, she's oh, like, "What's the matter with she's you,
2: Cosette?" Like, I... What's that? Yeah, like? too <laughs> much
1: on your own. Yeah, you're so quiet and it's weird. Mm. Yeah, and then she's like, "Fuck
2: you!"
0: And she's like, "Dad." Yeah. Trust me, and he shuts her down. Yeah, he's very much. Nope, you are still an innocent little girl. You're where she literally is like dad in your eyes i'm still the sad little lost girl in the woods
1: yeah yeah
0: and i'm not i'm a grown woman dad so trust me and talk to me and he's like no i'm hard you're pass s- you're still a little baby and in you must time be treated like one
1: yeah she and- just but then Marius and Cassette, or and uh, Eponine show up. Yep, they show up to the house. Because Eponine has awesomely found this girl for Marius. Yeah, and she's so. Poor
2: poor Eponine. She's so like, silent I, in I this have moment. I feel like, man. And Marius just watch is Watch so your whole well, life. She's like so like dang.
0: Yes, and, but the musical does such a good job of uh, they brain. give Marius all these really beautiful lines to Eponine, but she. She is. She's just like, she's lost like in the background. She's a
1: response. She's like the
0: other side. Yeah, yeah. she always
1: is responding. She's the other side of every it's like big so line. Yeah, Marius. She's burst like the music a faint just the light of the sun. He's and so You're the one
0: who has brought me
1: here. Yeah, it's so yeah. Funny. Thanks, Paneen.
0: So Paneen. then Marius and uh, cassette have their little love song. Uh, I, it's very Romeo and Juliet, right? Like separated by the gate or the balcony or the whatever. It
1: was so the great, hard, the staging in the show yeah. with that gate yes. part kind of rolling out. Yep. It was so good. And in the movie, it's shot so well. Oh, and the actually movie is so romantic. Backing up to um, in my life, I think, there's the shot of cassette against the wall, Yes, it's not yes, asymmetric. Like yeah, it's like, like that pink it's like, so painted pretty, wall. Like,
0: it's so yes, nice. You're right, the, the the movie shoots this part so beautifully. Yeah. Tom Hooper, for all the weird decisions that you made for the movie, all of the beautiful decisions you made for the movie were really, really lovely.
1: So well shot. I love this song. It's aching yeah, it is so because beautiful. of Eponine, and the two that are just butt-crazy in love with each other are yeah, so are oblivious. Of Cosette <hesitancy> on the side, he was never Eponine. mine
0: to lose. Thank you, Ebony.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is sh- it's such a great little number.
0: It's so sad. Ebony
1: this would be really fun Vets. to sing in a, a trio at some point. Yeah. It's really funny. Maybe gorgeous. in karaoke. I don't know.
0: And then Marius leaves and Cosette goes to bed, and who
1: shows up? Dun dun Yeah tenardier wants to rob beljean yeah
0: because they think that they didn't get enough money from him the first time
1: um you don't need to spend too much time on this
0: well and eponine's so lovely it like again the best character in the show she's like it's like leave, leave them, alone. them alone they didn't do anything to you and they're just living their lives and so she screams she alert like she scares them away even though it puts her in a very bad position with her father yeah she gets beat. Started, yeah. yeah um It's a great moment character moment for eponine
2: she's also like because they're like oh we're gonna rob and she's like i know this house there's nothing here it's just old man and his girl and like he like she is his informant of everything so like he should trust her at this point and And she's like trying to yeah but then she's like nope
0: yeah, so good. I do love this song, though. And I love all the little moments. The like, uh, what a love, what an absolute treat to see a cat and his father pick a bone in the street? Not a son, not a you. But I told you I'd do it, told you I'd do it. Oh. Yeah, it's great. You be my girl, you be this night. I'll make you scream, you'll, you'll scream, scream all right. right. Yeah, it's great. It's a, it's a great little moment. Somebody's here. And then oh. that prompts... Jean Valjean to be like, oh, people have found us. We have to leave. We have to run away. And it triggers the the Orchestra. finale song. Every musical kid, every theater kid <laughs> in the world knows that little trill.
1: Uh, you know it's about to go one day more. Down when you hear that. Another
0: day, another destiny. And this is like is one of the, the ultimate, one of the
1: ultimate musical theater songs
0: ever. It's got the the flying flags. The it's end. got the counter melodies of everyone singing. You've got the tenardiers. Yep. You've got
1: you've got plot. You've got character. You've got, you've got uh, star-crossed yeah.
0: lovers. You've got Eponine bemoaning her fate. One but day more with him, not caring. I was born to be with you. Well, life, I might have known, and I swear I will be true. But he never saw me there. Uh, Eponine, the patron she saint, gets the belt. Eponine is the patron saint of of gay boys who are are pining over their straight besties. Uh. Oh, <laughs> Eponine. You will forever be famous. Never saw me ah, so beautiful. The so, Denard- so beautiful. Denardiers
1: get a little number. Javert gets Watch a little fall. bit. I Andras.
0: Tomorrow is the judgment day. Tomorrow they'll discover what our
1: God in yeah. heaven has in store. And I think all of us theater kids can sing this all by ourselves. It is very. fine.
0: Yeah. You know that Lin-Manuel Miranda was channeling one day more with nonstop. Mm. You know, yeah,
2: I, it is, I see that
0: it's how you end an act. Give every single character their little bit. It is so good.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it has come to the hour of the evening where <laughs> it's about time to put the dogs to bed and then
2: Act one is complete.
1: We got through act one. So, ladies and gentlemen, we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to part one.
0: Thank you so much for listening through all of this. I hope you all are having as much fun as we are deep diving into the world that
1: is La Maison. We love you. Consider supporting us
2: on Patreon. Yeah, please do. Bye. Au revoir.